Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ladies and gentlemen, happy, happy Friday! Here comes the weekend. It is 6.07. Your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes! Bass that baby. And bass guitar, even. Oh, yeah. Look at that. You gotta love it. Oh, yeah. Good morning and welcome. Happy, happy Friday. It is the first day of March. Wow. And we have plenty to talk about. Trump and Biden both at the border. Uh, I'm excited. I'll be taking a couple days off. Boss hates it when I mention that. But mm-hmm. uh, yep. uh, it's part of a celebration of life for uh, Betsy's sister. And... Um, but you don't, uh, I don't know about you, but I tickets out to California and back are not cheap, so we're no. making a little uh, vacay out of it. And record snowfall occurring right now as we speak in the Tahoe area uh, near Donner Pass. Ooh. So, yeah. Well, I've been watching that because I thought, okay, now Bob's going to go skiing, and I don't know how far you are from Yosemite. They're talking about 10 feet of snow. That's within that kind of range that area um but since it's near donner pass yeah uh i'm looking uh, forward to the soylent green burger does everybody know the the story of donner pass i don't know maybe maybe not the donner clan was coming out uh, west from the midwest they got a late start because you know if you're gonna make that trek via a wagon train yeah you better go uh early uh spring they got a late start they got snowed in at what is now known as Donner's Pass, and uh, let's just say they ran out of food yeah. and had to eat whatever was available, or whoever, even if it was a deceased family member. Yeah, there's yeah. that part. Hey, good morning, friends. Have breakfast. How are those Cheerios this morning? Old Uncle, Uncle Bob, I couldn't believe how good he tasted. <laughs> a little tough, but he's... That man was living clean. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Too soon? No, I don't think so. Okay, it's like probably. the 1800s or something. Probably not, yeah. Yeah. I think it's time that we can, we can make, yeah. make light of it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, sorry if I you know traumatize anybody who actually has had to do that. You know, mm-hmm. like if they are what, that, what was it, the famous one? With the soccer team? Or yeah, the, up yeah, in uh, the Andes the, or yes. wherever it was. I think it was. I yeah. believe you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Oh, I can't. Traumatic. I mean, what I'm do you sure do? It. It's like, do you want to starve to death? Or mm. if if I die, yeah, 
and my body can save a loved one's life, oh, yeah. don't hesitate. Right. Okay? So maybe you should start, well, you're eating healthier lately, so that's okay. I've been tenderizing. Not uh, really. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, actually, I'm getting, I'm getting lean and chewier, really, yeah, truth be told. That's probably not for Yeah, they're not going to call me Kobe Bob, if you know what I mean. Mm-mm. You know what I'm talking about there. You know what I'm talking about? Kobe. Yeah. You know how they raise that beef? How's that? Put that cattle like in straps. So yeah. they don't have to even have to exert muscles to hold their frame up. Oh, my goodness. That makes the meat even more marbleized and tender. Mm. That's the deal on that. All right. Well, there you go. That's a way to start your morning. We're going to the border. President Biden began his remarks during a Thursday visit at the southern border in Texas by addressing a devastating wildfire in the state's panhandle and Oklahoma before calling... Climate change deniers, Neanderthals. Did he say Neanderthal or did he say Neanderthal? I doubt he said it right. I doubt it. You're supposed to say tall. Yeah, exactly. We all grew up as kids. We're we like, know. we're going to phonic that. Mm-hmm. And apparently the phonic thing wasn't right. No, it wasn't. But, of course, nothing nothing was right about what they taught us about Neanderthals either. There's that. They were supposed to be the dummies that didn't survive. Apparently, now they're, the science is coming out saying, well, they... They weren't so dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking at the border town of Brownsville, Biden first addressed the ongoing wildfire. I've flown over a lot of these wildfires. It's like, yeah, we, we came to hear you speak about wildfires. <laughs> no. Yeah. And he had to mention climate change. I'm surprised he didn't get on gun control. Yeah. Well, yeah, th- then he would have to refer to other people who, you know, think that the Second Amendment is just for Neanderthals. Who are hunting deers. Deers with Kevlar. Yeah. Uh, Biden didn't mention Republicans, but he has criticized the GOP in the past for disputing global warming. So he took this opportunity to go to the border so he could promote that. Genius. Yeah, he keeps going on. This is dangerous. That's dangerous. Yeah, really? Why don't you explain that to Lake and Riley's parents, how dangerous Uh climate change is? Go ahead. That's what they're concerned about. While you're at the border. Yeah. 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 Climate change didn't kill their daughter, all right? Yeah. Um, And then after the climate change remarks, then he criticized Congress for failing to pass bipartisan border legislation. It's just as we told you yesterday. It's exactly what he was going to say. He was going to try to blame Trump, and then he was going to uh, blame Congress. Here's what I would say to Mr. Trump. Instead of playing politics with issue. Instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me, or I'll join you yeah. in telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. We can do it together. Aww. He's like, join me yeah. in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Come on down here. Uh, mm. Oh, Biden made uh, another remark, too, that <laughs> completely uh, cannot stand on its own. He, well, listen to what he said, and then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll explain it. Person who's thinking about entering the United States understands the cases to be decided in a few weeks or months instead of five to seven years. They're less likely to come in the first place. What? Uh huh. Did you did you hear what he said? He said, in other <laughs> words, if you streamline the process, if people yes. can get through the process mm-hmm. uh, in weeks or months, they're less likely to come. 
But if it's years down the road, your date for your asylum hearing, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, then they're going to rush the border as they have. So you couldn't bail? I don't care if, if your appointment was going to be next Thursday. If you want to disappear because you want to disappear, doesn't matter when your date is for a, for a hearing. Look, they want to get here. If they can get settled in before their date comes up, they know over that expansive time they can sure. either disappear or guess what else they have time for? Anchor babies. Oh, yeah. There's that. We yeah, got, you let, we've got to fix let, that. Let three or four years pass, and all of a sudden these uh, military age mm-hmm. um, men all of a sudden found themselves uh, yeah. <clears throat> a friend or a partner or a, a wife. Uh huh. Got, <gasps> got them a missus when they got across the border. And it'll make it that much harder to send yep. that person back. So. Wow. He's, um, he's a genius. He's Well, and, and here's the thing. You can't blame Biden. He didn't write that. No, he didn't. You're right. But how can you deliver that with a straight face? Oh, if the process is uh, uh, really easy and smooth, they're less likely to come. That's what he said. His face is always straight these days. <laughs> Doesn't move much. It's bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. Yep. Uh, China's using Biden, too, by the way. I'll explain how that's going down. It's all coming up on the Friday edition of the Bob Rose Show, 97.3 The Sky. Show. There are really two issues that every Republican can unite on. Afternoons at three. The border and stopping the deficit of the federal government. It's unsustainable. On News Talk 97.3, the sky. All righty then. Happy Friday, my friends. We made it and we made it to the first day of March. Man. It is 620. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy's here. Morning, Greg. Good morning. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top stories, Trump, Biden, both at the border. And uh, both of them have, you know, a little different take on it. Biden kind of relying on the uh, the tired and completely inaccurate argument that, you know, Congress needs to act. Congress really needs to act. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know. That we had a bill ready to go. All they had to do was, you know, go along with it. It was a terrible bill, right? And it didn't really have any uh, benchmarks, guarantees, or anything else about actual border security. It spent a ton of money. Biden wanted to hire a bunch of judges so he could streamline and make the process faster. Then he goes on from the sound clip we played just a few minutes ago and says, "Oh, if we make the process smoother, quicker, and easier, they're less likely to come." I mean, it's so idiotic. Then why would you want to do that? I mean, it's like if you went to a department store and they said, you know what? We hired additional cashiers so that you don't have to wait in line longer. Oh, Oh, I don't want to go now. No. Isn't that absurd? I mean, it doesn't make sense on any level. But but I think it's sort of a maybe a test, too, because I think the Democrats, the left, uh, the lefty media, I think in general, they think the American people are completely stupid. Yeah. And and sometimes I think they they put out this kind of test balloon, if you will, to see just and they laugh behind the scenes. They're like, like hey, let's put this in the speech. It's so stupid. But MSNBC or CNN, uh, they'll defend it, if anything. Sure, they will. Yeah. yeah. 
On the other hand, you've got former President Trump. And uh, he was talking about uh, the border and other things with uh, an exclusive interview with uh, our sister station, WRVA, in Richmond. And, um, you know, talking about the conditions in America have changed. Well, he's taken away the American dream. There's no more American dream with this guy. It's just it's just a horror show. And when you look at New York, you look at what's happened to the cities and everything with the migrants just just taking over. Yeah. It's incredible. Now you have migrant crime that's worse than any other crime. And, and then he mentions historically before he was president and Obama. And Obama had a terrible border. And I straightened it out to a point where I couldn't even talk about it in 2020. And then in 2020, as you know, I got millions of more votes, millions and millions more votes than I did in 2016. Yeah. And so we'll have other excerpts and, and pieces from that interview as well coming up throughout the morning. And we've got a lot of other things uh, that we're going to talk about, including a local story. Alachua County uh, is going they're going to buy shipping containers for the homeless or shipping them somewhere. That was that was going to be my line. Um, Sorry, no, no, no. I That's mean, it's the, it is the line. I mean, it's like it's what, a natural. Why do you buy a shipping container? What are they? Why do you they make call little them? houses out of them now? Oh, that. yeah. Oh, so we're going to keep them. Which actually, you know, that is kind of a cool fad, and maybe oh, you've seen, yeah. you yeah. know, online or whatever, people that have, um, you know, made little cool little cottages yeah. and houses out they're of awesome. it, or used multiple ones, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're extremely strong, durable. They'll last a long, long time. You know, I mean, I think you need a good plasma welder and a couple other skills, but... But hey, uh, unless cool. yeah. Unless you want to live inside a completely dark container. Well... You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, yeah, you got to cut some windows and doors yeah, in there. Yeah, need some daylight in there. But, um, yeah, that's the plan, Latchua County. Well, huh. because... All the roads now have been completely paved and look good, so they have extra money. Did you bump your head? No, I was being facetious. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They've taken care of everything else. I'm like, don't they already have places for the homeless? Don't they have that Grace Marketplace? They do. At the St. Francis House? At the Salvation Army? I mean, uh, again, I don't want to see anybody uh, having to live on the streets, uh, but... You know, maybe there's a an element, of, a bit of a tough love element. Or how about getting some of the mental illness issues maybe addressed? Mm-hmm. Then the people may not be homeless forever. What a crazy philosophy there, Bob. I know. Well, yeah. it's it's kind of that old, uh, you know, if you keep frying up fish and handing them out every day, uh, you know, people aren't going to, mm-hmm. you know, invest in a rod and yep. put a worm on that hook and... And get their uh, get their feet wet. Well, it seems like all, all that's going to do is just invite more because you know if if we're at capacity and we're looking to now house even more, they're going to keep sending them, and they're sending them here. Other places send them to Florida and Gainesville because we're kind of a welcoming city for the homeless. Wait a second, if we make homes for the homeless readily available, yes, going by Biden's thoughts at the border, uh-huh. less people. <laughs> Will come and want to use those homes, right? See why that Less idea, people. See why that idea doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of the borders, and you can't really talk about the border uh, without mentioning, you know, Lake and Riley. Uh, I mean, yeah. and, and I know it's anecdotal, but it is representative of 
criminals, bad guys, evildoers, drug dealers, human smugglers, all the above, coming across the border. You get it all. We've been getting it all since Biden became president. He's saying that he needs an act of Congress and money to secure the border. It is an out-and-out, utter and complete lie, and we know that for fact, not opinion, because he repealed and pulled back on all the executive orders and deals that Trump had lined up that secured the border. He did it on purpose. This is a mess. This is chaos. This is what Biden and our shadow government, it's precisely what they have wanted. Now, it's interesting because when the American public, and I'm, I'm talking about the 50% that don't pay attention uh, to conservative news outlets, uh, you know, Fox News, talk radio, mm-hmm. um, all that stuff. They're about about half the country, right? So even they were starting to go, yeah, there's a problem here with this border thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought that Biden and the administration would do an about face and at least make it look, let's put some window dressing on it. Let's put right. some lipstick on this pig and pretend like we care about secure borders because the American public, by and large, is definitely supportive of secure borders. So we better we better make it look good, put on a show. And they haven't. The show is Biden going to the border and then blaming Congress. Mm-hmm. And he also used it. Uh, and spoke, first of all, about climate change. That was just weird. Playoffs? Uh, yeah. Climate change? Did you say climate Unreal. Unreal. Uh, yep. But it is Friday. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have some fun as well. All right. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And you can follow The Sky. Never miss a minute of The Bob Rose Show. Just one click. TheSky973.com slash follow. Or download the Odyssey app. And you get it all from 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending on The Sky. In the great state of South Carolina. We were Michigan. And Donald Trump is our nominee. The news that's trending. Not the end of our story. The news that's now. A Venezuelan illegal is accused of murdering a university, a university of Georgia nursing student. The news station. 7.6 million illegal immigrants. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
an election year. We're all suffering a lot of political fatigue. Your voice matters. I get the right spin on the sky. But the lefty tribalism is toxic. That's broken up so many families, you know, and it's a shame. It really is. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. I don't want to work. I don't want to talk about the border all day. Ah. Yeah, what you said. I'm so sick of it. I know. Uh, let me make it simple. Biden is a big fat liar. He opened the borders when he became president. Mm-hmm. Trump tells the truth. Yes. Period. End of story. There you go. I'm just so, oh. And and that's because we've actually been paying attention to this issue mm-hmm. from the get-go. By the way, it is 937. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Happy, happy Friday. It's also the first day of March. Um, hey, let's be thankful for everything that we have. But it sure would be nice if we had secure borders. And oh, like yeah. I said, we've been talking about this for a long time. Got to give Fox News credit. They had cameras yep. down there since uh, the beginning, really. And a lot of the other media outlets, CNN, MSNBC, the Alphabet Networks, hardly paying any attention to it at all. Now, if they do pay any attention, it's uh, to put Biden on stage so that he can blame Congress or blame Trump. Isn't that just amazing? I mean, we're leading into election time, obviously, but for for Biden to get out there and go, you know, we've tried, I've tried, they sent a bill, Republicans said no, it was Donald Trump's fault because he told Congress to say no, and you know, let's all get together and hold hands, and it's like, dude, go back to your basement. Dude. Dude. Presidential dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, we're talking about it. I said we're not going to talk about it. We're talking about it because it frustrates us. All right, let's talk about something else. Okay, what you got? Many a folk have Uh uh, met through the the dating websites. Yeah. Tinder probably being one of the higher profile ones, I think. Yeah. Um, I I, I was not familiar with a lot of this stuff, I'll, I'll be honest with you. And when I brought it up, it was several years ago. I said, uh, Tinder's nothing more than a hookup site. Well, I can tell you huh. uh, that many listeners reacted to that and said it certainly is not. Yes, it can be used in that way, like any of the other sites. However, yeah. you know, I found my mate on that site, or I, you know, many stories. So, yep. so yeah, I take all that back. But um, glad you found somebody special. I'm glad it's working out, because a lot of times it doesn't, and this is just one example. So... Here's Kendra Roxbury, 29. Okay. Maybe she tried other methodology, you know, uh, used to be uh, the church and the gym. Yeah. You know, if they didn't care about bar, their, those were the good ones. Yeah, right? they care about their spiritual life yeah. or their physical life. Yeah. It turns out, um, yeah, um, maybe they fall a little short. That's why they're in, well. in church and they're in the gym because, ooh, we like to look in the mirror. Yeah. But anyway. Hmm. So she did what a lot of people do. She went on Tinder. She met a guy, Mr. Right, she calls him, and and not, you know, W-R, you know, Mr. Right. That's awesome. She had an electric connection, you could say, with this Tinder match. Uh Uh-oh. So they talk, they do all that. Then he takes her out for a nice dinner, and he pays for a pricey seafood restaurant, all right? Um, And he paid. But a week later, Uh he sends Kendra, who works as a nurse, a message that kind of caught her off guard. Could 
could I have $376 in order to get my lights turned back on? He wanted to know. After one date? And then, That's moving a little too fast. Oh, yeah. And yep. then he says, well, I figured it wouldn't be an issue since I paid for your seafood boil, LOL, he said jokingly. Uh-huh. Roxbury rep- replied, LOL? Really? <laughs> I'm not sure this is going to work out. Good luck. And she was thankful that, she says, the trash took itself out. So in other words, <laughs> you know. And Ugh. and she said, look, before that, she had high expectations. She thought things were moving well. She said it was handsome, smart, kind, and he seemed very well put together. He had a similar sense of humor. We got along great. The chemistry was there. And I felt like we were even, so to speak. She said, I wasn't using him for his money and expecting him to pay for everything. Although on their first expensive date, mm-hmm. I guess she had no qualms about him paying. I, You know, on a first date... Um, why don't you just split it? That way nobody feels any... Um, yeah, obligation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed his company and uh, would pay for things too. Would, I think, meaning future tense. Yeah. Um, she doesn't consider herself cold-hearted. She has no issue with people asking for help. Um, she just doesn't want to feel like it's expected of her. I wish he would have approached me in a totally different way rather than... Uh, being something he expected me to do. I, That's just weird. It, it is weird. Uh, in other words, it, this is a red flag, clearly, but yeah. for a lot of other reasons, too. Is he really trying to scam her, or is he really not paid his light bill, and maybe through just some bad luck, um, you know, that the guy has, you know, doesn't have his finances in order. Sure. That doesn't necessarily make him a bad guy. Right. Well, we don't know if he was trying to scam her because, you know, the scam could have continued. She could have paid the bill. But here's the thing. If you just met this person, you met them online, mm-hmm. you went on one date. Yeah. And you have no one else in your entire life uh-huh. that you would be more comfortable Asking for some help. Family member, best friend. Exactly. Employer, co-worker, whatever. church you go to. I don't know. Yeah. Just throwing that off. Yeah. And that's always a warning flag. That's like anybody Mm -hmm. who is desperate, who's asking a stranger or near stranger for help is usually the same person who has burned every other bridge so that no family members, friends, whatever, whatever. Loan them or even give them a penny. Yeah, there's your, you know, there's your flag. And like Greg said earlier, uh, yeah, it's a little too soon for the ask. Mm-hmm. And so I think if he really was like a scammer per se, you know, like this wasn't his first time around the block trying yeah. to, then he probably would have been a little smoother. He probably would have worked it. Well, maybe he's, maybe he's new at, at this. Well, that's camp. what I'm thinking. He could be a, a rookie, you yeah, know? I'm yeah. thinking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, well, because there's news stories every day about women sending money, mm-hmm. sometimes incredible amounts of money, to strangers that haven't even been on a real date, that really literally only communicate you know, online. Well, they've always got an excuse. Well, I had to work late. I had to do this. Or I travel with my job. I mean, there's so many possible red flags we've seen in these stories. Yeah. Um, and and I hope that people are smart enough. And, and I guess the lesson here is um, don't listen to your heart. 
Because your heart's a liar. Yeah, yeah. Your heart will lie to you. Okay? If you listen to your heart all the time, I've fallen in love with chocolate and dessert. That's understandable. Yeah. I can understand. I've fallen in love. Oh, yeah. Now... What what is speak? Is that my brain going? Yeah, you really need this additional sugar and empty calories. Mm-hmm. Of course not. <laughs> so you got to turn the heart off and listen to your head. Listen to the fundamentals. Yeah, you've got to truly put yourself in someone else's shoes. It's coming to you for advice, and be unbiased and go. Well, I went on one date with this man, and he asked me for you know three hundred seventy six dollars, but I really like him. Now she did the right thing. And he went away, yeah. thankfully. But a lot of, uh, unfortunately, a lot of women. I'm sure it happens to men, too. Absolutely. Yeah. But, um, unfortunately, that's that's the world we live in. 6.45 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy uh, in the house. It's Friday. And this is a funny kind of op-ed piece referring to a big beer company as... Tranheiser Bush. <laughs> I think that's a classic line. Uh, we're going to write that one down. I'll give you the story behind it coming up on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Trump isn't causing chaos. Our enemies are causing chaos. Weeknights at 6. They're the ones indicting him. They're the ones filing endless motions. They're the ones getting these outrageous decisions. 97.3 The Sky. Good morning and welcome. It is 6.50, 10 minutes till 7 o'clock. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy, happy Friday and the first day of March. Man, already. Top local story, Alachua County to buy shipping containers for homeless because they've fixed all the roads already. They ran out of stuff to do. And that's Ooh. so that's not. Yeah. Uh, Priorities, people. I think you made that up. Yeah, well. A part of it. You know, the road stuff, yeah. yeah they're yeah. about a billion and a half dollars behind on road projects. That's not an exaggeration at all. So at all. we're going to spend how much on shipping containers? Yeah, who knows? Million here, million yeah. there. It's okay. Yeah, it's not. It's a drop in the bucket. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm, so you got that going on. Um, and then the big, the big story nationally has been, you know, both Biden and Trump at the border at the same time. Not oh, the yeah. same exact location, but yeah. Biden blames Congress, and then and then he also wow. makes this absurd uh, absurd comment. You got to listen to this. You got to listen to this. Listen to how <laughs> he somehow tries to make this make sense. Person who's thinking about entering the United States understands the cases to be decided in a few weeks or months instead of five to seven years. They're less likely to come in the first place. They're less likely to come if there are no lines and you streamline the process. They're less likely to come. But if you keep the lines long, uh-huh. then uh, they're just going to keep rushing the border. Does that make any sense to anybody? Mm-hmm. Only Joe or whoever wrote it for him to read. I mean, can you imagine? Hey, today only at your local department store, we're only going to have one cashier. So please come in mass and take advantage of this. No. It'd be like, you know, today we're going to have extra staff because the sale is so good. Um, that's how you would do it. So Biden completely turns facts and the truth upside down. But uh, it's not the first uh, nor the last time. No. And then he makes this fake invitation to Trump. He couldn't be 
anymore fake done specifically for the cameras. Um, and this is what he said. Here's what I would say to Mr. Trump. Instead of playing politics with this issue, instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me or I'll join you in telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. We can do it together. Are they even allowed to call it border security bill? Because it does almost everything except that. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I trust Biden. I trust my orcas when it comes to border security. I know all they need is a, you know, just a little bit more power and a little bit more money from Congress. And boy, oh boy, they're going to get right on it. Oh, it's yeah. it's shameful. It really is. Even even for politicians in the modern era, it is completely shameful. Come join me. Or I'll join you. I want to be your pal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's so, <laughs> all right. You got that going on. I th- just thought this was hilarious, and so did Greg. Um, uh, John Nolte is uh, <laughs> op-ed uh, guy, editor of, of Breitbart, okay? Uh-huh. And he does a lot of... Uh, interesting stuff. And he does have a way with words. He does. And so I give him full credit for this. He said, Tranheiser Bush <laughs> claimed it earned record revenues in 2023, but admitted its, quote, full growth potential was constrained. You mm-hmm. like that? Constrained. It oh, was yeah. just, it was constrained yeah, right. uh, in the U.S. due to a boycott after Bud Light signed transvestite Dylan Mulvaney as a sponsor. If you consider c- constrained <laughs> to the tune of $1.4 billion, That's a lot of constraint. $1.4 billion yeah. in North America, organic revenue, seen as the best measure of operating performance, plunged $1.4 billion last year as beer sales by volume tumbled in the region, primarily due to a decline in Bud Light sales in the U.S. Beer makes up the lion's share of Anheuser-Busch InBev's revenue. Bud Light sales tanked after the company's partnership with Mulvaney last April sparked an anti-trans backlash and calls for a boycott. A tepid response to the controversy from the company also angered LGBTQ plus advocates. So they made everybody mad. Really? They did? Yes, they did. And so it's funny that he calls them Tranheiser Bush. And, but I do want to clarify something. He uses the term, and, and, and everybody has, sparked an anti-trans backlash. This w- mm. wasn't, oh, you know, I hate Dylan Mulvaney. Oh, no. I no. hate trannies. This was, come on, we're tired of this agenda yes. of not just wanting acceptance. You've got to do more than just a, a, accept Uh, These social things, we want to make them social norms, and we want you to buy into it wholeheartedly. They want you to be all in. It's not up to you to have your own opinion of what's right and what's wrong about sexuality or gender or anything else. See, they have no respect for that. It's their way or the highway. That's how the far left, that's how they dictate to us. So it wasn't, I I don't know if I'd call it anti-trans, if it was it's not an individual thing where we hate trans. We're just like, yeah, story after story. Um, trans um, reading um, a story time to children, mm. pushing a trans agenda on children. Family-friendly trans show. And, and yep. that's where many Americans said, are you kidding me? Right. Enough 
is flipping enough. Yep. And, and you'd think these huge corporations with these deep pockets would have somebody in the chain of command that would be wise enough to understand, hey, um, as much as we want to push our whole equity, social justice, baloney, you know, on people, um, we have to also respect our customers. Right. We have to respect them. And for them not to see, oh, and by the way, so if you're trans, what do you represent in terms of your purchase power when it comes to the beer? And, and what percentage of the population do you represent? Right. Why would, you, why would you take somebody that represents maybe 1%, 2% of the population and use them as promoting your product, I guess? Ah, uh, the dumber they are, I guess the higher they climb. Hang on. Clay and Buck. Joe Biden. Will he stay or will he go? The Glenn Beck Program. We're more concerned about equity and inclusion than our national security. A new sky lineup with Bob Rose. It's absurd. Boys to be able to say they're girls and play against girls in sports. Sean Hannity. They're willing to gamble with your life. Mark Levin. Truly a Marxist slash green party. The outspoken voices of America. Looking out for America. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Ladies and gentlemen, the sound of the weekend. Uh, happy, happy Friday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. You can do both. <laughs> Greg goes, please stop. Come on now. Weekend's here. Let's make the best of it. Uh, this is also uh, the beginning of Bike Week, which takes place mostly uh, around and in Daytona Beach. It's spread out through the years. Uh, DeLand actually has a very good kind of a kickoff party. It's just a one-day thing that they will do tomorrow. And uh, they still keep kind of a small you know, town feel to it, although through the years it's gotten, gotten more and more popular. But something you might want to consider for everybody else, just be extra careful on the roadways. Keep an eye out uh, for bikers because, you know, if they're down the road a little bit, they appear very, very small. And when people pull out in front of a biker, bad things happen, mostly to the biker. So we, we appreciate that. A little extra thought there. You know, one of the issues that we've been talking about that is an issue, this whole idea of squatting, taking over property. And there's different methodology and different ways that people are doing it. But through the years, laws have been strengthened to protect tenants who are renting from just getting kicked out for no reason, maybe because they found somebody who would pay a couple dollars more. So being a renter uh, could have been perilous, depending on you know who your landlord was. So laws were made to protect those people. Well, now there's too much protection and and too much you know um you know when there when things are in doubt things tend to lean way too heavily uh for the lion's sack that is the squatter and not for the actual and real property owner now law enforcement depending on the jurisdiction uh, most of them don't like to get involved they don't want to get involved um but there are some clear pathways where you can get involved 
uh, trespassing, breaking and entering, to name two, that can be effective tools maybe uh, to get rid of folks that are doing this. Um, A Queens family hires celebrity security guard to watch over their $2 million home that was taken over uh, by a squatter. Uh, Susanna and Joseph Landa, both 68, haven't been able to enter their Douglaston Queens home since signing the deed in October. The Burley guard was stationed outside the mansion Thursday, one day after the news broke that the homeowner's previous caretaker was refusing to leave the premises. Hmm. I work for the owner of the house. These people are good people. It's a shame what's going on, the guard told the Daily News. And so they can't get rid of this squatter. And this is a case that has been duplicated across the country. And we'll get into some of... uh, some of those stories, but first I want to go to the Davis Gainesville Chevrolet uh, Skylines and talk to Sherry. And Sherry, you you've been through these kinds of issues and seen them, haven't you? Oh, thir- it started thirty years ago when I lived out in California. Uh, uh, a homeless group uh, moved into a, a neighborhood over in North Hollywood uh, at the at the beginning of the uh, uh, track the the, the tract homes. And, uh, you know, they were camping there, and, and they started finding things in people's yards. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty soon, uh, stuff started disappearing. Uh, what, what would you think if you saw two guys carrying a picnic table uh, going down the road? Huh. And uh, I'd say, other, hey, uh, I'd say, third- hey, boo-boo, bring your picnic basket. Yeah, right, except (laughs) there was a third one with the benches. Where were they going? Hmm. You know. Uh, Anyway, uh, this friend of mine has a a piece of property over in North Hollywood, and this homeless encampment has been there all these years. Hmm. And and you can't have anything. They take all your stuff. Uh, Their their favorite trick is if if they're going to a two-story building... Uh, they take uh, an extendable ladder, and somebody has a hatchet. And and the homeowner comes home to find a new skylight, oh. and their stuff gone. Oh, they're entering and leaving through the roof. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So you and, you lock your doors, you bolt them, you change the locks, you do everything there, you secure everything, and they just cut a hole in the roof. You don't want them in your neighborhood. Well, me. well, we, you know, we, we've got uh, our eyes out on uh, something that may be unfolding, like in the Keystone Heights area a little bit, at, you know, in Clay County. It's actually outside the city limits. And it appears there might be some squatters on some property. And uh, um, people are very concerned. Law enforcement so far has been, well, shall we say, a little slow to react. And um, it's got a lot of the locals concerned for the, mm. for the reasons that you stated. Very concerned. Very concerned. Your children are going to be out there. Your pets are going to be out there. Your your yard equipment, it, you know, it starts with a hoe, a rake, a pair of hedge clippers. Uh, you know, the lawnmower might go missing. It, 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 it's little stuff, and then it gets bigger. And pretty soon, you, uh, you try to go into your house, and you got people in there. It's, it's scary. It's really scary. It, it, it is. And, and look, we, uh, we appreciate... Uh, the input and wow, California's yeah. had issues with it for for many many years. And you know, a lot of these folks, or at least they'll be uh, sometimes kind of a leader of the group, if you will. 
and they have a basic understanding of the laws that actually protect them. Sure they do. And so you've got to kind of study up, I guess, uh, for every case. Then you've got absentee um, homeowners or in some cases just some land, like let's Mm -hmm. say a lot. And it's, it's, you know, it's wide open. And I don't know if they're doing searches and looking for people that don't pay attention to their property per se. You know what I mean? If they're uh, looking at that. But once they find a piece like that, oh, and word spreads. And I was in one of the dollar stores recently, and clearly a man who appeared to, you know, probably not have a home, a real home, uh, was looking to use the bathroom. And they said, oh, you know, it's in the back. Well, I can guarantee you that there now is going to be a long line of the homeless types Mm -hmm. that are going to be using, that will be their bathroom, so to speak. Right. And, yeah, that's the beginning of trouble, not to mention uh, possibly uh, harassing the customers, et cetera. So, yep, yep you see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Davis Gainesville, Chevrolet Skylines, and Donnie, you're on the air. Hey, good morning, Bob. <clears throat> you know, I, I have two rental properties, and I use a property manager to handle them. But one of the, one of the things they could do, I, there was a house in my neighborhood that somebody was in, a brand-new house, for a couple months, then all of a sudden they were gone, and the whole thing had to be gutted almost. And there was a sign on the door shortly after that this house is not for rent on Craigslist. Now, they could clear this up pretty easily by not recognizing any leases that are not officially signed, you know, through through an agency or something. And also, they, they can treat stuff Almost everything in the rental business is treated civilly instead of criminally. Mm. Trespassing is criminal. Right. It is not a civil offense, but that's how the police shouldn't have. Florida's very good, by the way, um, at this. Florida does do a good job. The sheriff will come put people out of a house if you don't pay your lease. But the squatting thing, that's a criminal offense, and to not charge it as such... It's really unfair to hold. Well, yeah, and and you're just inviting more of that type of behavior. Sure. If you don't properly punish it. Totally agree. I feel for anybody that's dealing with it, we're dealing with it, but more from a, you know, outside of our sphere to some extent, at least for now. For we now. don't know how it's going to impact us, especially as it grows, and they look for things that are easily accessible to borrow. 716 on the Bob Rose Show. So... What's bugging you? A chance for you to call in, air it out, whatever it is, and share it with us. 877-975-9825. What's bugging you? Brought to you by Florida Pest Control is next on 97.3 The Sky. What's bugging you? What's wrong with this picture? Brought to you by Florida Pest Control. I'm really upset about it. 877-W-SKY-TALK. I, for one, am tired of it. Call now. 97.3 The Sky. Morning. Happy day. Happy Friday. In fact, happy first day of March. It is 721. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Time now for What's Bugging You? A chance for you to call in, air it out, get it off your chest. It's brought to you by Florida Pest Control. The only bugs, a.k.a. controller litter bugs. Don't be one of those. But if you'd like to call in, 8 seven seven nine seven five nine eight two five and Mary, what's bugging you? 
a couple of weeks ago, I had the pleasure of getting to see the Draft Horse Show. But the only thing that spoiled it was the fact that we were asked to stand for the Canadian National Anthem, and then our anthem was played. I, uh, what was going on? And then a friend of mine went over to uh, Daytona, well, it was about a week or so ago, and the same thing happened. The Canadian National Anthem was played, and then our National Anthem was played. I don't like this. Uh, this is by the New World Order uh, taking over our country, or what? Yeah, I. Uh, the only thing I can tell you is I've been to hockey games before where yes. a Canadian team will be playing, right. and they'll play both anthems, That's and typical, I yeah. have a problem with that. Right. Uh, other than that kind of a scenario, I can't understand how that would be okay. Let's go to Apu. What's bugging you? The government of bureaucrats are bugging me. You got the uh, uh, you got uh, General Milley. He say we what what uh, we need to do is uh, I'll call you later. <laughs> Okay, all right. Get, get your thoughts together. It's fine. Uh, let's go to Pam. What's bugging you? Oh, lots and lots of stuff. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the um, county road, you know, where they put their speed bumps up. You know, in Gainesville, they they put their their road path speed bumps. They actually melt the asphalt. Three forty six out there towards Williston Road and between Williston Road and Archer. They went ahead and came out and filled a lot of holes because there's like 270 of them in that stretch. But they just like threw the asphalt down and left. So there's like speed bumps that are loose, and you've got so now you've got this asphalt that's flying up and hitting your car. Well, and you can imagine if you're say a motorcyclist and you have to deal with that. Very dangerous. Oh, yeah. Not good. 877-975-9825. Nostradamus, what's bugging you? Hey, happy Friday, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. What's bugging me is you're talking about the border issue. I saw up in uh, Washington State, they had a meeting. I think it was in the city of Kent, outside Seattle. They had a commission meeting, and there were mobs of immigrants outside, illegal immigrants, banging on the doors trying to get in, demanding housing. And up on the East Coast, there, there's some of the states up there, I forget which ones, Connecticut, maybe Massachusetts, they're telling the citizens to take people. they got yeah, to Yeah, to take them in. Yeah, you should want to open your doors and stuff like that. Sure. I know, and, so, and, and some of these uh, immigrants, I don't know if they've been schooled by others, activists and stuff like that, but yeah, they're, uh, they're getting quite pushy. Denny, what's bugging you? Well, I watched uh, Tucker Carlson this morning where he's interviewing the congressman out of Brazil whose father was the last conservative president, and he's talking about how the Biden administration and the CIA helped overthrow everything through electronic voting machines. What's happened in Brazil is going to happen here real bad this time around, I'm afraid. Mm. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound good. Let me get to, uh, did I get to Jen yet? Jen, what's bugging you? Good morning, guys. A quick thing on the previous call, and then I'll say, um, about boarding people, immigrants and stuff in your house, just wait till they start squatting and you can't get them out. 
Number two, what the reason I called is, uh, you know, people are worried about food insecurity and they want to start growing their things. Well, there was just an article a couple weeks ago that growing your own food is uh, more dangerous to the environment for greenhouse gases than buying it. And I'm just waiting for them to come after people's gardens. That is ridiculous. How could that possibly be when the food has to be transported to market and all that goes into that uh, versus all the heavy equipment that the farmers have to use versus you doing it in your backyard? That, that. Unreal. Yeah, it is. Unreal. Apu, you're back. What's bugging you? The government bureaucrats. Okay, we got uh, Fauci. He say, oh, yes, we might have to have a, a pandemic so we can know how to stop it. Then you got Millie. Millie, he say, oh, I, uh, if I found out we were planning a first strike against China, I would notify my constituent there. And then you got Biden. Oh, the greatest threat to America is global warming. I will say the greatest threat to America is our lack of insane asylums to put these jerks into. There you go. <laughs> well said. That's hilarious. Peasant with a pitchfork, what's bugging you? Yeah, good morning, Bob. What's bugging me is uh, Lloyd Austin up there in front of Congress hmm. yesterday testifying about why he disappeared and nobody knew where he was. What would happen to your caller and you, too, probably anybody else out there who didn't show up for work for three days, didn't tell anybody that they weren't coming in, didn't tell anybody where he was, where he was going to be, why he wasn't coming in? I can guarantee you, you would all be fired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially when you're in his position where you have a lot of people answering to you, and you have to answer to the precedent. So, yeah, that's uh, that's another bizarre one. Seven twenty eight on the Bob Rose Show. Thanks for your participation. What's bugging you? Coming up, Trump and Biden at the border, and the tale of two different borders. If you listen to them, details on the way. You're listening to News Talk ninety seven point three, The Sky. When you need to know the economy and inflation, you need the sky. How can we not focus on the invasion of America first? Because Joe can't do the job. And by the way, his policies are horrible. Everywhere. So easy to listen to on my smart speaker. Play 97.3 The Sky. 97.3 The Sky. Yeah. Greg's going to do his David Lee Roth scream. Go ahead. I, I'm not hurting myself. Okay. Yeah. But, That's know, right. If you jumped around in tights like he did, you'd probably scream really high too. Just saying. Yeah. 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 Don't try. No. Don't try because no. uh, our workman workman's comp rates yeah. will go up. We, we don't, don't want that. that. Seven thirty-five on the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Your top stories: Trump and Biden both went to the border yesterday. Two different kinds of stories and scenarios. Well, one is very accurate. That would be Trump's. Yeah. And then there's Joe Biden. And oh. I, well, well, first, let's start with this whopper, where if you wait in line longer, you're more likely to come. If we streamline the process of bringing illegals in, then nobody's going to show up. He literally said it. Judge for yourself. Person who's thinking about entering the United States understands the cases to be decided in a few weeks or months instead of five to seven years. They're less likely to come in the first place. Why would they be less likely to come? Hey, there's no... 
Oh, oh, it's the restaurant theory. If there's no line, the food must not be good. So let's not go there. If there's no line, Uh then nobody else wants to illegally enter the country. Why do I? I never even thought of that. Unreal. Maybe Joe actually is, maybe he's brilliant. Oh, stop it, Bob. All right, maybe not. Maybe not. (laughs) Uh, But he, he extended an olive branch. To the evil orange man who's in bed with Putin. Here's what I would say to Mr. Trump. Instead of playing politics issue, instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me. Join me. Or I'll join you. Yeah, I'll join you. Telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. We can do it together. How much you want to bet if Trump actually calls him, say, today? Yeah. Joe Biden will go. I don't remember saying that, <laughs> and he won't be lying. That's true. That's the scary thing there. Yeah, it is. All right, let's um, so let's hear, you know, more of like Trump's version of what the heck is going on. And this was uh, an interview audio we got from our sister station WRVA in Richmond. Well, he's taking away the American dream. There's no more American dream with this guy. It's just, it's just a horror show. And when you look at New York, you look at what's happened to the cities and everything with the migrants just just taking over. Yeah. It's incredible. Now you have migrant crime that's worse than any other crime. I, I don't know that statement on its own, how completely true it is in terms of percentages and all that. But let's just say they've helped. They've helped to for the crime rate and crime levels to go up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not supposed to be here, so right. it's just adding to it. Well, and so many times it's not necessarily minor crimes. I mean, we're talking about you know assaults and rapes and murders. I mean, yeah, the it's, murder of like yeah. Lake and Riley, exactly. And which I won't get into the details of. Let's just say it wasn't a you know slip and fall, or the guy even choked her to death. No, it was bad. Is horrendous. It would not. You would get sick to your stomach if I told you the details. So I won't. Uh, Former President Trump also uh, had some true words for uh, his predecessor. And Obama had a terrible border, and I straightened it out to a point where I couldn't even talk about it in 2020. And then in 2020, as you know, I got millions of more votes, millions and millions millions more votes than I did in 2016. But somehow he lost to Joe Biden, who Hmm. campaigned from his basement as the oldest, whitest, tiredest guy ever and he beat a sitting president who got more votes than any other sitting president in history. But somehow, Joe Biden won. And if you ever even question that, well, you're crazy. You're a lunatic. You want to destroy democracy. Yeah. Okay, we get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see who's all about, you know, democracy and freedom and, you know, transparency. Who's that? You know, well, you know, our government is supposed to be. Uh, for, by, and of the people. They're supposed to be accountable and transparent. You're not supposed to be doing things in secret, uh, with the exception if you're actually a spy working on our behalf, not on the Attorney General's behalf or anybody else. <laughs> um, so you've got Ilan Omar and Pramila Jayapal. Oh. These are they're two members of the squad. These are members of Congress. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they went over to Kami Cuba. Excuse me? Don't think they were there for the coffee, but it's possible. Hmm. But here's why we don't know why they went exactly, because they didn't tell anybody. 
you're members of Congress. Okay. Um, and you're part of a, I guess, a delegation, right? They said they were representing the Congressional Progressive Caucus, according to the Miami Herald. So they're like officially representative of our government. I mean, they're members of Congress. So they go to Cuba. They don't tell anybody about it. Now, to me, if I'm running the State Department, I would be mildly irritated, to say the least. Yeah. You didn't run this by me? I mean, you literally could have uh, an international issue. What What if, uh, you know, what if the uh, regime decides they're going to... You know, hold on to these uh, congressional leaders. What What then? And by the way, make no mistake about it, Cuba is commie, and they're in cahoots uh, with Iran, uh, and they've treated their people terribly. There's all kinds of human rights violations. But, um, you know, Ilan Omar and Pramila Jayapal thought, you know, we'll just make a a friendly visit. They reportedly met with Castro regime officials as part of a secret delegation representing the Congressional Progressive Caucus. In addition to the two lawmakers, a representative from the office of Representative Barbara Lee, the Democrat out of California, also reportedly attended. Following the publication of its report on Tuesday, the caucus issued a statement confirming the visit. This is after... The Miami Herald had already broken it. Representatives Jayapal and Omar traveled to Cuba last week, where they met with people from across civil society, Cuban civil society, and government officials to discuss human rights and the U.S.-Cuba bilateral relationship. Well, first of all, they don't recognize the entire concept of a free civil society and and by doing so, you're actually in violation of Cuban communist law. Huh. So you've got that going on. What else do they do when somebody of authority visits their country? They turn it into straight-up propaganda that props up the regime. Yeah, that's exactly what they do with their official state newspaper, for instance. Uh, Communist Party severely represses the operation of groups such as Patriotic Union of Cuba. That's the country's largest dissident organization. The head of it, Jose Daniel Ferrer, was arrested July 11, 2021, during a wave of anti-communist protests, which an estimated 187,000 participated in nationwide. As of Wednesday, the human rights group Amnesty International reported that Ferrer has been missing for three months. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. The regime will not allow his family to visit him or tell them his whereabouts. Um, yeah, because visiting him might be taking the uh, the dirt nap would be very, very difficult. Yeah, not the largest country in the world, but one where you can disappear on occasion. Mm-hmm. It can happen, yes. Uh, and there are routine weekly arrests. If you're any part of any dissident group or they believe you are, there's police brutality that's utilized, even if you're attempting to go to Catholic Mass. Wow. Um, so you've got that going on. And and then, 
Um, you've got demands that the United States remove Cuba from its list of state sponsors of terrorism. And guess who agrees with that? Uh, Jay Appel. Oh. Yeah. She made the same case, wow. demanding the administration of fellow leftist president Joe Biden remove Cuba from the list. Um, this list that the State Department, you know, makes up and holds includes Iran, Syria, North Korea. The Castro regime appears on the list as a result of its close ties to the narco-terrorist Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, FARC, uh, hosting top terrorist leaders. It has a policy of offering safe harbor to radical leftist terrorists who conduct attacks on U.S. soil. And its close relations with Iran, the world's premier state sponsor of terrorism. Hmm. And also terrorist proxies like Hamas and Hezbollah. So you've got two sitting Congress women going to Cuba, and it's a secret trip. Hey, I bet you maybe they learned a lesson in how to get rid of your political enemies with uh, an election looming. Hmm. Interesting, because that's what they specialize in, that Cuban government. 745 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy, happy Friday. Come on, weekend. We've got plenty more to talk about and make fun of, including Corinne Jean-Pierre. Hang on. If the DOJ doesn't move on this, then you got to start impeaching. Now, 10 p.m. night. And all of a sudden, 24 becomes not just about the end of America, but also like the end of all the systems that would protect us from all the people who would weaponize them further. On 97.3, the sky. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. Joe Biden fit to be president. Oh, he's competent, Bob. He's, he's, he's competent to do the work. And that information is coming your way. Reminding you, second annual Greater Gainesville Pickleball Open is coming April 26th through the 28th to Northside Park at 300 Club in the Gainesville area. And it benefits uh, Alachua Habitat for Humanity. For more information, go to pickleballbrackets.com. Easy enough. Have fun. Good luck. Depending on what else I have going on, I very well might make it. I am certainly going to try. So, White House doctor, what's going on here? Mm Mm-hmm. Joe Biden uh, continues to suffer from neuropathy. Oh, that's it. Uh-huh. If you've got a disconnect of your nerves, I mean, that's why going from his brain to his mouth, it doesn't work effectively. Oh, that's what that is. Well, that's what I would think it is. But then, it, <laughs> then it's been determined by this <clears throat> doctor that uh-huh. it's neuropathy in his feet. Now, that actually explains some things. Because think about it. If you put your foot in your mouth yeah. and you don't feel it, yeah. you're probably going to do it a lot. Say stupid stuff. I'm just saying. I, foot and mouth, well, you don't feel it, neuropathy, it all yes, makes sense now. I there think, you go. I think you're on to something. And he also has a stiffened gait. A little WD-40 take care of that. You would think. Yeah. But, look, there are things, neurological that cause your gait to change or to be stiffened in this case. It's interesting that they don't have a problem saying, yeah, there's some neurological issues Mm -hmm. dealing with his legs and his feet. And that very well could be true. And there's a lot of people that suffer from 
some form of that neuropathy. Okay, so I'm not making fun of that, and he is of advanced age, mm-hmm. uh, age, but I don't, I don't know that that's a complete explanation that maybe people are, are looking for. Peripheral neuropathy refers to any condition that affects the nerves outside your brain or spinal cord. You made sure they said outside your brain. So what they're saying in essence is, so there's nothing wrong with his brain, right? But he won't do a cognitive test. That, by the way, Corinne Jean-Pierre said, well, it's about a 15-minute test. So you're saying he has time. No. She was using it as a reason why maybe you can't trust it as a way to measure said cognitive ability. Um, from trauma to infections to inherited conditions, those are some of the reasons why you could have uh, neuropathy. Okay. But how about the stiff gait? What's going on there? Much of his stiffness is, in fact, a result of degenerative wear and tear osteoarthritic changes of his spine. I, I, yes, I can totally relate to that. I've shrunken several inches since my peak height. Um, a combination of significant spinal arthritis, post-fracture foot arthritis, sensory foot, peripheral neuropathy, that's all an explanation uh, as to this. Well, there is a link that can exist between physical health and his cognitive ability. And uh, joining us right now, somebody knows a lot more about it. Dr. John, good morning. What are your thoughts about this neuropathy and his stiffness in his gait? Well, yeah, good morning, guys. The, the neuropathy is extremely common. People with diabetes will get neuropathy and they lose the sensation. They have to be very careful about walking and just age alone. The stiffness of gait, we've all been wondering if he like like our senator from Kentucky, doesn't have a form of Parkinson's. That's been out there, and that can certainly cause a stiff gait. And there's another condition. I'm sure they would have done a CAT scan of his brain to see if he has a combination of the, the stiffness of gait, which is called ataxia, um, with the memory loss. could be a reflection of something called normal pressure hydrocephalus, which yep. can be, you know, in the early stages, difficult to pick up. The ventricles of the brain get enlarged. You know, it can be very subtle. For lay people, that means water on the brain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, he's walking that way. He, 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 you know, it's this. And then we also have this thing called Parkinsonian syndrome, which is not, it isn't Frank Parkinson's, but you have features of Parkinson's. So, you know, that's, you know, he's really got a conglomeration of things that you see in people in their 80s. None of them, I mean, I see them every day in my office. And um, at the end of the day, it's can this man function as the president of the United States of America? Yeah. Hey, uh, we always appreciate your input, Dr. John. Of course, uh, open door policy with you anytime. And uh, you're certainly appreciated here. It is 7.56. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is in the house. Happy Friday. The weekend's here. And you can follow us by an easy click, thesky973.com slash follow, or download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and you won't miss a minute of the show from 97.3. The sky. Trending. Trending.
right now on The Sky. Is Governor Newsom the Democrats' plan B for Biden? Donald Trump will be the Republicans' candidate. Joe Biden is the one Democrat who will beat him. As it happens. If I'm dropping out of the race. Well, I'm not. She's down by 30, 35 points. She's losing it big, big. The news station. Restricting the rights of those 18 to 21-year-olds infringes upon their Second Amendment rights. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Happy, happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. We have made it. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy live and local. 807 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. drums. Yep. Yep. The John Bonham from Led Zeppelin. He had a heavy hand. He did. He had a whip on those. Yeah. Keith yep. Moon of The Who. Who? Yeah. Who? Mm-hmm. Yes. Pump it up, brothers and sisters. And bang on that drum. It is now 808. Happy, happy Friday. It's also March 1st. So we've got that going for us. It means different things to different people. I say, no matter what your work schedule is, or if you don't work even, Take on that Friday kind of a positive attitude, you know? Top story, Trump and Biden both go to the border, both seeing things from a slightly different perspective. Yeah. Uh, Joe is completely blind and lying his butt off. And uh, <laughs> former President Trump is actually telling it like it is, uh. Uh, using facts and information and statistics. Anyway, uh, so you have that. <clears throat> Locally, Alachua County is going to be... Uh, in the business now of buying shipping containers for the homeless. I don't know if they're, are they going to get in there with some plasma welders and mm. piece these things together? Or is an outside entity going to do that? Is that, a, is that an open bid type thing? How much is this going to cost taxpayers? Because I guess after they paved all the roads, they found that there was a lot of money still left over. Uh, Bob, yeah. they, they didn't fix the roads. Oh, they did? No. They, they still have that one point. Five billion dollar backlog yeah, of road projects. Yeah, that's, that's still that's still there. Yeah. Oh, oh. Thought you should know. So, you know, for okay. clarity's sake, you know that kind of thing. So, hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. So um, let's not take care of the roads. No, no. So that people that do have homes will be unable to get to work to pay for their home. Uh huh. Then they go homeless. But don't worry, because the county will give you a shipping container. Right. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure that. I think you got that nailed there. <laughs> I think you got wow. it figured out. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, I, I think in this case, the New York Post maybe getting ahead of themselves just a little bit on this one. Now, remember, the New York Post, you got to give them credit. They're the ones that broke the Hunter Biden laptop from hell story. They yes. said, this is Hunter's laptop. It came from this repair guy. All that turned out to be absolutely true. It took some news organizations anywhere from three months to a year or more to agree that yeah. the Post story was accurate. Meanwhile, you had 51 former intelligence folks. Okay, the word intelligence being stretched just a bit here because they signed a letter saying that that laptop is not his laptop. It's Russian disinformation. And still to this day, there are some who will use that mm-hmm. <laughs> and not admit that it's Hunter's laptop, right. which is crazy. That's but bizarre. It's not the only crazy it thing going bizarre. on. So, 
Here's the headline. After years of denials, Hunter Biden finally acknowledged Joe was the big guy in a $5 million China deal. Mm, yeah, he does. But you got to put the pieces together. All right. This is uh, the deposition represents the first time the 54 year old Hunter has admitted that his former business partner, James Gillar, was referring to Joe Biden when he raised the prospect on May 13th, 2017, of the first son holding a 10% stake in the lucrative joint venture involving CEFC, China Energy, for the big guy. He said, I truly don't know what the hell that James was talking about when he was asked about the reference. Now, this was transcript that got released yesterday. Mm -hmm. All I know is what actually happened this is the one that in an email it mentions holding back 10 percent for the big guy later on when he was under questioning yeah he admitted oh he yeah he meant you know now that joe is not in elected office for the first time in Mm -hmm. decades that maybe you know we could cut him in on the deal and he could you know maybe like work with us Well, so, was he the big guy or not? Hmm. At first he says that's crazy, but then he admits it. And he uses for an excuse, well, wait now, mm, that timetable, yeah. Yeah, Dad was, uh, he wasn't in office. Okay. Wow. So you lie, lie, lie. When you can't lie anymore, you Mm. look for another escape hatch. Okay. Um... Are they ever going to really get anywhere no. with this stuff? That's the no. sad thing. No, they're not. And you can't get to, you can't. That's why I try not to get too excited. Like, oh, they got them now. No. They, they, whoa, whoo. No, because we've found out it doesn't always work that way. In fact, most often doesn't work that way. And the higher up you are in this chain of power, the less likely it is that, you know, you're actually going to face something harsh like, oh, I don't know, um, Getting thrown out of office or criminal mm. charges, etc. You know, not not to be critical of Hannity because he's you know. It's funny because I, I was just about it. to do what you're I, doing. I knew you had to be thinking it. How many times? Because we've had this discussion off air. How many times has he gotten roped in, mm-hmm. and you'll hear him going, "Ah, this is it. The other shoe is going to drop." This and, and and we're like, no, and and no, and it's not going to happen. For his defense, I mean. Based on facts, if we lived in a normal world yeah. of equal, um, you know, uh, the way the law works, equally blind, mm-hmm. uh, he would be right. And, but, and he's even said he's had sources, you know, inside wherever that are saying this is this is going to be it. And the reality is, just like with the Hillary thing, if you look at the facts, it should be. It should be, but it's not going to. Doesn't be. make it so. No. Yeah. No. Oh, just like when uh, you know they had a, a, the FBI at that time, James Comer, oh, uh, Comey. I'm sorry, Comey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He read off that list of all the things that Hillary did, breaking the law, and we're thinking slam dunk. Yeah. The, wow. This is the day. Wow. This it's coming. It. Yes. We're all sitting there and just a little bit of saliva, a little bit of Pavlov's dog there uh-huh. was was slobbering, uh-huh. uh, you know, because we're sure, you know, that the bell's ringing. Absolutely. That's it. This is it. And then when it was time to feed, mm-mm, zippeth. There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing that a reasonable prosecutor, you know, would use, would move forward with. A reasonable prosecutor. And was that his call? 
Well, it's his. Should it have been his call it, it, to make that part of absolutely the decision? Not. Okay. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Look, it's the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's not their job to decide whether there is a really good case there or not. Right? That would be under the purview of more, uh, you know, U.S. attorneys and ultimately the attorney general. That's that. You put together the investigation. Now, you can you can put your spin on it or you can put your uh, summary together and say, you know, I don't know how much here that you have to work with technically and legally to move forward, whatever. Um, but it doesn't matter. Here's the investigation. Here's what it found. Oh, so she definitely broke more than a few laws. Yeah. Destroyed government property. Emails, devices, etc. Yes, unequivocally, yes. But no reasonable prosecutor would. Maybe, maybe he should have said, "No reasonable prosecutor that has political aspirations within the Democrat Party would move forward." Oh, that's that was maybe a little, it's just a minor sin of omission. That would have been accurate. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, eight sixteen on the Bob Rose Show, Congressman Greg Stubbe. Uh, he's. He's saying somebody would be a great leader of the Senate GOP. Hmm. Uh, now that uh, someone's stepping down. Yeah. Can you guess that? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, I'll tell you what Stuby said. That's coming up. It's 816. You're tuned to 97.3 The Sky. Afternoons at 3. The story of Florida is phenomenal. Sean Hannity. No state income tax, better infrastructure, and their budget is less than half of that of New York State. How is that even possible? On 97.3 The Sky. Happy Friday. Looking for some fun stuff, some good stuff, some quirky stuff. Uh, There's none. Oh. All right, I'll make some stuff up later. Okay, that's better than what's in the news. It's 821. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Yep, it's a Bob Rose show. Greg Cassidy is here. Morning, Greg. Good morning. So, uh, Joe Biden went to the border. He said, oh, it's all Congress's fault. Uh, uh-huh. And and invited, but you can listen to his own, own words, he, he made an invitation to his predecessor. Here's what I would say to Mr. Trump. Instead of playing politics with this issue, Instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me, or I'll join you in telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. We can do it together. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Trump said, oh, join me uh, as I wrap razor wire around you and throw you in the Rio Grande. <laughs> wow. Okay, it wasn't exactly word for word. Like not, that. not word for word, no. No, but Probably Trump was. did uh, refer to uh, the borders, Joe Biden's invasion. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but he also talked about in a broader scale, a broader scene. What is happening here in the homeland? Well, he's taking away the American dream. There's no more American dream with this guy. It's just, it's just a horror show. And when you look at New York, you look at what's happened to the cities and everything with the migrants, just, just taking over. Yeah. It's incredible. Now you have migrant crime that's worse than any other crime. Mm. And remember, it's Trump that the left points to and calls him uh, 
an authoritarian. Yeah. Okay. Well, meanwhile, Joe tells you what kind of stove you can use. In fact, he's moved on now to what kind of washing machine you can mm-hmm. use. He wants to tell you what kind of car you can drive, knowing that it most likely is either going to come from China or a vast majority of the important components will come from China. And he knows that. Huh. So who's the authoritarian? Who's, who's having it uh, their way or the highway? Sounds a lot more like Biden, his administration, and uh, his creepy uh, deep state versus you know Donald Trump, who actually sticks up for our individual freedoms. You know, like freedom of speech, mm, hmm. uh, freedom to bear arms. Okay, huh. just a little example there for you. Now, you know that um, you've heard by now, I'm sure, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell on Wednesday announced his decision to step down from his leadership position. Although he won't do so until November, and he actually won't leave the Senate until a few years after that. But who's going to take his place? Who can step up? You know what Congressman Greg Stupe, he's the, uh, like, Sarasota, DeSoto, uh, Port Charlotte area. That's kind of his area. Yep. And we've had mm-hmm. him on the air many times. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like the guy. I think mm-hmm. he's a true conservative. And he said... Senator Rick Scott would be a great leader for Senate Republicans. Interesting. This was a hmm. discussion that he apparently had on Newsmax. Yeah, I, it's yeah, interesting, I mean. and I and I have to say, that's a pretty good idea. Uh, yep, it's uh, it's all eyes go to the prospect of who the new hmm. leader will be. Stubbe believes Scott would be a great leader in the Senate, certainly more conservative than what Mitch McConnell has been. True that. Congress also needs to get younger members. And, you know, when you're talking about the Senate, if you're under 70, you're like a baby. <laughs> the rank and file members that are getting elected, more than 65 percent of them in the House have gotten elected either when former President Donald Trump was president or since Trump has been president. He said identifying as the type of leadership that we need. We need an America first leadership. And hopefully when Trump is in the White House and we have America first conservative leaders in our House and Senate, we can move this country forward and out of the disastrous policy that Joe Biden has uh, put us in over the last three years. I like it. Senator Ron Johnson, you know, Speaker of the House, spoke to Breitbart Thursday and also floated Scott as a solid hmm. contender for the eventual uh, replacement. When we challenged McConnell, uh, started this Congress, Rick Scott wanted to be the leader. He stepped up to the plate. I mean, he's led large organizations. He comes from the private sector. He's certainly been leading the effort to have conservative House members work with conservative senators. Uh, there you go. So getting uh, the thumbs up yeah. from two influential uh, a congressman, one being the Speaker of the House, the other one being Florida Congressman Greg Stubbe. A lot of people are focused on the border. A lot of people are focused on the economy. Right. A lot of people are focused on inflation and high interest rates. All those things are important. But there's an important enemy of ours that's lurking out there. And like rust, it never sleeps and it's constantly encroaching. It is known as China. Oh, you have to say yeah. it like Trump did. China. <laughs> yes. Uh, China's state-run Global Times Wednesday gleefully cited President Joe Biden's campaign page 
on TikTok as evidence that the U.S. government has been lying about the dangers of the Chinese-run spyware social media app. You questioned this when this first happened. I did. I said, didn't the government, our government, in air quotes, tell us, well, and tell members of the government, don't download that on your Mm -hmm. government phone, TikTok. We even had a previous president years ago tell us this was going to be a problem. Right. Yeah. But who didn't listen to that advice? Wow. Joe Biden. And now the Chinese are using it as propaganda. Oh. Well, saying, look, Biden uses it, must be good. And when they told you not to use it, they were all lying about wow. what it can do. No, it wasn't a lie. What Biden's, what he's done in his use of TikTok is just plain wrong. But added to the tomfoolery and buffoonery that we've already seen come from this guy and his administration. 828 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy Friday. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending on The Sky. In the great state of South Carolina. We would make again. And Donald Trump is our nominee. The news that's trending. Not the end of our story. The news that's now. A Venezuelan illegal is accused of murdering a university, university of Georgia nursing student. The news station. 7.6 million illegal immigrants. Now more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. On the sky, Glenn Beck, right after the Bob Rose Show. On North Central Florida's talk leader. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton at noon. The Dana Show at night. New shows and more news now. On News Talk 97.3, the sky. Happy Friday. Woohoo! Happy March 1st. It's 8.35, and you're tuned to the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Morning, Greg. Good morning. Man, it's Friday. Big plans. Yes. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, going out with some friends uh, for dinner tonight. Uh, Going to meet, actually, some old friends that I've not seen for a while for lunch on Sunday after church. So, lots of eating, apparently. If your friends are really old, you got to give them baby food. <laughs> right? Not that old. Hey, the Alachua County Commission approved a pilot program... Pilot to Bombardier, pilot to Bombardier. No. I don't think that's it. They want to use repurposed shipping containers as housing for the homeless. These are these big metal, square almost, or rectangular, a shipping that's made out of steel. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I think everybody's familiar with it. Well, it's a big popular thing now. It has been for a few years to make a domicile out of it, to make maybe a little vacation Mm -hmm. cottage out of it, where... The codes will allow for it. So, not a terrible idea to make a place to live out of a shipping container. I I would think it would be somewhat cost-effective, although you can't just put people in a plain old container and say, live there. No. Uh, Earlier this week, county leaders approved $1.5 million to purchase 23 housing units that will be set up at the old Scottish Inn property. The county purchased the property as well as the uh, the neighboring budget in last November to host permanent supportive housing for homeless individuals and families. Estimates are that 700 homeless people reside in Alachua County with just 135 temporary shelters at Grace Marketplace, about 65 permanent supportive housing units available. So I would imagine that if they purchase 23 of those steel buildings that they could house 23 more people. So at a cost of $1.5 million, 
Um, not bad. Pretty cost-effective. However, that's just the cost of the container. That's not wiring them, plumbing them, interior, roofing, exterior, doors, windows, appliances, etc., etc., etc. Uh, yeah. And when you say plumbing, yeah. it's You like, bought a metal box is what you bought. Yeah. That's what you got. That's what yeah, you It's everything. With. Windows, I mean... Yeah, you got you to gotta build no, it, everything else in. It, it's an, When you buy one of those, it, it is an investment. Now, sure. obviously, if you can do some of the work yourself, but knowing the county, <laughs> uh, you know... I'm sure they got a friend or family member that can help that has a company that's in line. We even... It, uh, this one rubs so many people <laughs> the wrong way, I just got to be careful. But Here we go. I mean, we have attorneys, okay? They yeah. work for the city, work for the county, okay? Yes, right. When they, anytime there's any real legal work that needs to be done, they farm that out to outside sources. Mm-hmm. I, and no offense to the people that hold any of those positions, but it's kind of like, well, look, either they're capable of doing things necessary for the, for the business of the city to be legally protected, or they're not. Well, the problem sometimes is, and... and won't say how I've heard these things, but the attorneys will tell them, uh, no, this yeah. is this is not going to go in your favor. Yeah, and they won't they listen to them. They go around them. Yep. Uh, I, I want to step back to the, uh, just because of, of a text that I just got from someone. How many shipping containers were they, are they 23. looking to buy? 23. 23. Okay. So, so you're going to do the uh, div- division yes. on that? Um because I'm told here by that someone... That would be 30000 a piece, I guess, about. And I'm told that you, by someone who would know this, you can buy good-use shipping containers for about 2500 each. Really? That comes to $57,500 total, not $1.5 million. Well, I, I guess when they say repurpose... Well, I, I don't know. I don't have the information that, that if, says... If they're repurposed. I mean, well, they're calling them repurposed because they're, they're shipping using, containers. Right. Now they'll be repurposed to be homes. Uh, then I guess, knowing that number, one would assume that the $1.5 million covers the cost of refurbishing them to be you would lived so. in, to be lived in, to be, you know, uh, a CO being mm-hmm. rendered. What do you, you know, certificate of occupancy. But it's Latchford County, so we're not making any assumptions. Mm. Yeah, that is interesting. Can you really buy them that cheap? That's what I'm told by someone who would know that, yes. Wow. How want one. Oh, I think they're cool. I've seen people take like three or four of them, stack them, put them in different directions, weld them together, and make some really cool houses. I'm not sure how the neighbors would take it if I stacked up three or four in the backyard. Well, if you just stack them up, it may look like a dump. But, uh, you know, just saying. Mm. Okay. Might look a little cluttery. It would be cool, though, if you could buy... Say oh, a little parcel neat. somewhere Absolutely. and use it as like a little vacation, a little cottage. It could be awesome. They're roomy. Yeah. All right. But we'll see. Keep that contact. Oh, I will. You never know. Oh, I know. Because we might buy a bunch and then we'll resell them <laughs> to the county. Now we're talking. For like 100 k a piece. Now we're in business. Suckers. Yeah, take that. Suck since I don't pay tax in Latchwood County anymore. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Mine went up. But anyway. Sorry. It's all right. Sorry, really. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I know. All right. Um, so I told you about that. The owner of an electronic road sign in Washington sent a message warning drivers about angry raccoons ahead was the work of pranksters. What would you think you're driving down the road? Caution, angry raccoons ahead. 
I mean, <laughs> if I'm in an open-air convertible or Jeep, yeah, it's yeah, a, it, might, yeah. it might consider. Yeah, the whole know? raccoon on the face routine is not good. Yeah. They're, they're mean. So they well, and be. they look like little bandits to begin with. <laughs> Don't judge. The, Don't judge their The parents. mobile sign set up on a road construction zone puzzled a Spokane commuters Wednesday morning. Caught city workers off guard. Um, they were wondering, some city workers were, if they're... We didn't hear of any reports of raccoon activity. <laughs> Mike Beggs, the owner of the Science of the Pranksters, uh. were able to twist open the lock on the back of the display and reprogram it. Wow. Okay, what if that... they could reprogram, like, Bluetooth in my new car? It is funny, though. He said he was uh, relieved the message was something inoffensively humorous <laughs> and will now take extra steps to make sure his signs are surely locked. Mm-hmm. Uh, by mid-morning, construction sign had been fixed, changed back to its intended message. Oh, Very, those that, pranksters. But that is creative. Yeah. And funny. And, and yeah. it wasn't naughty or nasty. Right, so. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because that happens sometimes. Yes, it does. All right, so China is now using Joe Biden being on TikTok as a reason to say, hey, your government lied to you. There's nothing wrong with TikTok. Your own president uses it. That doesn't make it okay. That makes the president look like an idiot. Well. But the Chinese, they put their spin on it. Mm-hmm. Can't blame them. Is he here today? Where is he? Did he come to work? That wouldn't be the first time he didn't show up. Lloyd! Hey, Lloyd! <laughs> Probably can't refer to him as Lloyd. No. Hey, Lloyd! Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin testified to Congress on Thursday. One of the things he said, it's common to go for days without speaking to President Joe Biden. Okay, I'll buy that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The, The problem is, if it is one of those days or an event occurs when the president or somebody from the Department of Defense or somebody else... It's trying to get a hold of you because World War III is breaking out? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> House Armed Services Readiness Subcommittee Chairman Jim Banks, Republican from Indiana, asked Austin during the hearing, which focused on his failure to tell the commander-in-chief for three days he was in the hospital, he says, well, yeah, I mean, it happens. It depends on whether or not the president's on travel or I'm on travel. There are times when we go days without communication. Banks said... So the big issue for me here is that either the president is that aloof or you are irrelevant. Which one is it? Ouch. Uh, yeah, that's that one stung just a little bit. Austin claimed neither. The president is not aloof, and I am. I participate in all of the uh, critical decision-making process. And then he added... Besides, every time I talk to Biden, the next time I meet with him, he forgot about our previous meeting. But um, but he is a. But it ni- probably is true, actually. But he's a nice elderly gentleman with yes. some minor memory who issues. who wouldn't be good to prosecute for crimes committed and just suffers from minor neuropathy. God, and his feet hurt, Bob. His, his feet hurt really bad. His back has got osteoarthritis. And yeah, that's why a stiffness of gait. It's not mm-hmm. related to any neurological. Issue, but what what affects the uh, stupidity part of the brain? That's the stu pituitary, the stupidity, <laughs> the stupidity. Oh, he's got a big one. 
apparently. I was trying to make pituitary yeah. gland. And kind stupid, of a... yeah, I, I, I got it. I think his is enlarged. Hey, we yeah. should have practiced that bit a little more. Probably so. Once or twice was not enough for the boss. <laughs> yeah, he wishes. It's Friday. 845 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy's here, and so is the weekend, and you're listening to 97.3 The Sky. As you get closer to November, Dana Lash. it's going to become urgent for people in terms of the economy. Because no matter how big of an issue you make, abortion, it always comes down to the economy. Now, 10 p.m. nights on 97.3 The Sky. Yeah! Pump it up, fire it up. Happy Friday, my friends. Weekend is here. It's first day of March. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Live and loco, as we like to say. Let me grab a whole stack of stuff that maybe I didn't get to. Let's roll through it all. Your top story, of course, has to do with the border. Both President Biden there and former President Trump. Both at the border, uh, definitely completely different stories. Yeah. Former President Donald J. Trump visited the small Texas border town of Eagle Pass Thursday, offering his assessment of the current border situation. He was describing the horrible murder of Lakin Riley, a nursing student at University of Georgia at Athens. The former president blamed the murder of Riley and other crime victims on what he referred to as the Joe Biden invasion. And he's every right mm-hmm. to do that. Joe Biden's hands are bloody, along with Secretary Mayorkas. And and how can I say that and feel good about it, that I am absolutely on the side of truth? It's because we know, we have a record of the actual presidential, okay, uh, things that were put forward during the Trump administration that secured the border. And then we know on the first day on the job that Biden peeled all of those back and put in his own set of executive orders. We know that. That's a fact. The open border uh, that has become a crisis is clearly of Joe Biden's making. Now, we know Joe Biden doesn't operate in a vacuum. In fact, um, yeah, he's not even as uh, you can't even count on him as much as you could a vacuum cleaner. But it's the Biden administration, and it was an executive order, so it was written or at least signed by Joe Biden. For him to look at the border issue any other way is omitting the truth, it's misleading, and it is a complete lie. Will the American people, enough of the American people, understand just this one simple issue, clearly enough, to make the right decision in November? And wow, I am amazed that the Democrats haven't pressured Biden to do something about it. And, and I'm talking about like the ones working for his reelection. Hey, man, you got to at least make it look like you're doing something. Yeah, blaming Congress. That's cool, bro. But we got to do a little more than that. People are on to it, man. The jig is up. But yet, doesn't seem to be a real reaction to a real crisis. 
Getting back to Trump's remarks included details concerning his plan to regain control of the border as he lamented the deliberate destruction of the most secure border in history. That occurred on January 21st with President Joe Biden canceling the former president's strict and successful border policies. Trump said it this way, three years ago, we had the most secure border in history. People weren't coming because they knew they couldn't get in. We weren't promising free education, free medical, free everything. Trump went on to tout the progress towards securing the border under his administration. We ended the catch and release. We built 571 miles of border wall, much more than I promised I would build. We purchased another 200 miles of wall materials, and they sold that. Much of it for five cents on the dollar. Taxpayer money just flushed on purpose to leave the borders unsecure. Trump went on to describe the removal policies canceled President Biden's watch, including remain in Mexico. I mean, what could be a better agreement than remain in Mexico? Absolutely. So you want to apply for asylum. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Um you wait in Mexico for your asylum hearing. You know, think about that, Bob. Think of all the Chinese, Venezuelans, Hondurans, which have already gone through a whole bunch of countries they shouldn't have gone through anyway. Can you imagine if they got to the border and, oh, you're going to stay in Mexico? I'd like to know. Look, I feel like for sure there were back-channel communications at the very least with the president of Mexico. Absolutely. Because he would want assurances. You know, hey, I don't want to be stuck with these people. I'll give them passage on your word that you're you're taking them in. You're not going to push them back into Mexico. Mm -hmm. And the back-channel people working for the shadow government and Biden said, yes, of course. We're letting them all in. We're letting them all in, which... Of course, guess who else kind of maybe caught wind of that or figured it out? I don't know, the multi-billion dollar cartels? Yeah. What an opportunity for them. Are you kidding me? They hit the flipping jackpot. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Now, wait. There's going to be all these people crossing the border. Yeah. The, the Border Patrol, ICE, they're all going to be overwhelmed. They're going to be changing diapers, filling out paperwork till kingdom come. Right. So we can take our little squads, our little coyote friends, and we can get across that border with a S-ton of fentanyl. Oh, yeah. And uh, we know uh, kids are in big demand, too, so we can go ahead and send those. And then they find out, hey, you can send a kid, put a phone number on his shirt, and they'll call the phone number and actually send the kid to the address. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. And, and by the way, that that's not um, that's not conjecture. Oh no, not a bit. I mean, we know. Yeah. We know that that's what's been going on. And you know, do they want do those authorities want to verify where the kid is going and who they're going to? Yes. Of course they do. They're human beings. They're concerned about the children. But their hands are tied by this administration. You don't have time to do any real investigation on it, which is awful. Now, if you secured the border, then you'd be able to do background checks on people, on families, on who's coming across, gang ties, criminal records, things like that. Not to mention caring of diseases.
tuberculosis. Now all of a sudden we have a measles outbreak in several areas of the country. Come on, people. Yeah. Figure it out. We're approaching the 9 o'clock stretch. Ah, yeah. And it's Friday, man. that awesome or what? Oh, yeah. All right. We've got some great stuff still to get to. A lot of headlines and also things that make you smile is coming up in the next hour as well. Thank you for listening to 97.3 The Sky. Misinformation. Whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts, you need the sky to cut through this static of election 2024. Every move. You need leadership, and this country does not have leadership. Every candidate. We defeated a dozen of the fellas. I just got one more fella I got to catch up to. I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. Your election headquarters. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. News Talk 97.3. The sky. Tune to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yeah. Ever since I was a little bitty boy, it's in the song. Trust me, Greg. Oh, I trust you. It's in the song. I believe you. Yeah. Well, you had a drum then, set. You had a drum kit. Then he gets in trouble in school because he's banging on the desk. Oh. Uh, Oh, yeah. It wow. does remind me of me. That is so you. All I wanted when I was a kid was yeah. a toy drum. Yeah. And and then I got a real drum mm-hmm. and took drum lessons, but uh, the stoner hippie dude rarely <laughs> showed up, and we had to walk sometimes there or sometimes back, occasionally both, and it was not the local elementary. I mean, it wasn't the closest mm-hmm. one. It was like the third closest one. Was it uphill fourth. both ways in the snow in Detroit? Felt like it sometimes, I yeah. tell you. What I went through. Oh, the struggle was real. To be to be Neil Pert Jr. <laughs> didn't quite work out. Right. It ended early. Mm-hmm. But I still enjoyed music and look enjoyed uh, listening to the radio. Yeah. And look what happened since. That is one thing a lot of radio folks look back in their childhood and something on the radio inspired them. CKLW, the Motor City. Did it sound exactly like that? Maybe a little bit more compression. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a big, uh, I don't know, 50,000 watt flamethrower AM station that was in Windsor, Ontario. Hey. But covered uh, half of the Midwest. Wow. A lot of Canada. Yeah, it was yeah. a big station. A lot of history there, a lot of yeah. history. And then, of course, when you turn 13. You go to the rock station. Of course. Probably the same thing you did in St. Louis, right? Yeah, pretty much. Go to KC. That was the that was the big one. Still is. Rocking like a pig, baby. Yeah. Wee, wee, <laughs> wee. We had uh, uh, WRIF. Riff. Yeah. Okay. Arthur Penhallow taking you home. Arthur P, baby. I mean, I can't even do. Yeah. I'm about five octaves too high. Yeah. It's like way down there. See, that was always the case when we were young. Uh, in particular, working in larger markets, because I, I was working at a uh, at a station. When I was probably 21, eh, 21, 22, I was a part-timer at one of the big stations. And, you know, the the, the old-timers there, you know, they were 
in their 40s. <laughs> yeah. It's like, those geezers. Yeah, and then went a country station, and the news guy was Robert the Country Fox. And again, I can't even make my voice, because it was right. in his boots. You know, and I felt, I, and in my mind, I was hearing me going, oh, hi, Robert, how are you? I want to be in radio. Yeah, exactly, you know, but so, hey, but hey, we're still doing it after all these decades and... Still waiting for further voice oh. change in an octave or two, but well, uh, still, I don't know if it'll happen now. Still waiting for that break, you know, that could yeah. happen any day now. Yeah. It could that, happen. That droppage? <laughs> That might be happening, but the voice ain't going lower. Uh, it is what it is. Oh, oh James Carville, man. He is oh, uh, he's of... opening his trap a lot more lately. He's the yes. raging Cajun. Uh, you know, worked with Democrats uh, for years. He was like Bill Clinton's best buddy, seriously. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and he, yeah, he's uh, he's getting quite mouthy these days. Well, I guess it's a political it's season. season. Yes, that's and his thing. Yeah. So you know, dangle a microphone in front of that guy and uh, stand back. Yeah, and see what happens. So yeah, MSNBC, uh, his latest uh, outlet there, um, they said that uh, former President Donald Trump would be very weak in a general election. Okay, very weak. Compared to Joe Biden? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. All right, just ask. I don't, uh, it wouldn't behoove Democrats to make that obvious straight up um, kind of uh, comparison. No, I don't think so. No. No. I mean, you do a split screen oh, like when they're yes. talking or walking, and wow. They're separated by more than just a few years. Well, it's weird how the left will try to turn things around. We've seen this a couple of times now. They did it before when when the topic first came up of Joe having, you know, saying stupid things. And they would then find some quote from from Trump. Well, look, he must be losing it. He must be losing it. And then just the other day, because we know that, and I mentioned this, we know that uh, uh, Biden gets lost on a stage. Because Trump comes out, he's on a stage, comes out, it was the big hall meeting. He stops, he looks at part of the crowd, he acknowledges them, mm-hmm. he takes a few steps, looks at another part of the crowd, acknowledges them. I, I heard the left going, oh, look, Trump's lost on the stage. He doesn't know where he's going. I know, isn't that ridiculous to oh, try to ridiculous. make that loss when he clearly yes. was shaking some hands, wanting to be more personalized, saying hello, yes. knowing exactly where he was. In fact... You could say, I mean, honestly, he truly is a master oh. of the stage. I mean, he yes. loves the stage. He loves the limelight. Mm-hmm. He, you know, and and he's performed in front of an audience via uh, his television show, which sure. was highly rated. Yes. I mean, there's a likability. There's a guy that's in control. That's one of the reasons that made uh, you're fired or whatever it was called, Apprentice, The right. Apprentice, such a big hit. It was the personality of Trump. The concept of the show is good, mm-hmm. but would have no sizzle to it at all if you didn't have a guy like Trump no. in there. No. That's what gave it sizzle. That's what gave it power. That's when you didn't know exactly what he was going to say and how he <laughs> exactly. was going to say it. You're right. And, still, we and, still don't. <laughs> and the contestants, and a lot of those people were already you know, quite accomplished. Sure. They felt the same way. Like, mm-hmm. this guy... You know, he has a certain amount of power and charisma and intellect, and he, he he's not gonna he's not gonna you know di- slice and dice the truth. He's gonna deliver Ooh. it yep. whole. Yep. All right. 
But yeah, he, he's lost on the stage. So anyway, Carville was saying that Trump will be very weak in a general election, and the anchor kind of, you know, led into that a little bit. Well, we had Michigan on Tuesday. Trump won there, and a lot of primary voters didn't choose him. And he added, these are certainly victories, and they're certain mathematically on the road to clinching the nomination if they continue. But I wonder, uh, does he have any concern if the third active primary, if a third of the primary voters aren't sold on Trump right now? she That was all part of her question. You know how they lead you mm-hmm. exactly where they want you to go now. Oh, yeah. Because they both read the same talking points memo. Carvel said... Uh, How could you not have concern? Eugene McCarthy got 38% or something like that in New Hampshire. Lyndon Johnson had to leave. Of course he is very weak. Wait a second. You're going back to McCarthy? You're going back to Lyndon Johnson? And I get it. And he knows politics well enough to where I know he knows what occurred there. Uh, But the MSNBC audience... You're kidding, right? Okay. He said, of course he is very weak, referring to Trump. James Carville referring to Trump. That's something people have to understand. His primary numbers are weak, and his fundraising numbers are even weaker. The Democrats have such an advantage right now, and they don't appreciate it. Wow. I mean, the raging Cajun, you know, he's pretty good at being a little more even-handed during the off-season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's uh, he, he's in the clubhouse having fun with the other players and the other teams, and they're all getting along fine the offseason. Mm-hmm. Maybe even preseason, maybe even spring training, but we're in the heat of battle now. Pressure's right? on. Pressure so he has to put on, on yep. his Democrat uh, outfit. And uh, with it, of course, uh, comes that, um, well... It would be a thinking cap, but since uh, he's putting on his Democrat armor, uh, we'll just call it a bucket or refer to him as Buckethead. <laughs> hey, Raging Cajun oh, Buckethead. That's more appropriate. What, what's the Buckethead say? I like it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and the left, and he had to mention the Supreme Court. They so hate the Supreme Court when it doesn't agree uh, with their thoughts, theories, and agendas. Yeah. But boy, if the court rules in their favor on anything, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. 9.15 on the Bob Rose Show. About 30 minutes away from things that make you smile. More top stories, more headlines. all coming your way in. Maybe a little bit of Friday fun. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. The problem is, Joe Biden is old, old. His history and experience are loathsome. Even when he had a mind, they were loathsome. Six weeknights on 97.3 The Sky. Strawberries sounded good they were talking about. There's something special about a man older than dirt calling me a Neanderthal. <laughs> Really, me? You pronounce it right. All you climate deniers are Neanderthals. Mm-hmm. And it's coming from old Joe. Tired Joe. He went to school with Neanderthals. What are we talking about? Yeah. And he was ahead of the class. 
No, I think they were smarter. Uh, Corn Pop was a Neanderthal. Uh, Didn't you know that? That sounds racist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe had like Neanderthal like legs, very hairy. (laughs) (laughs) He talked about them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there, there's people probably tuning in that are like, I what are they don't know what you're about? referring to. That's because you didn't download the Odyssey app, so you wouldn't miss a minute of the show. That's mm. A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. Or you can just, with one click, at thesky973.com slash follow. Then you can uh, get to podcast. You won't miss the show. Take us anywhere. We're on the go. Okay. Can I, uh, can I take a bunny trail here? Hippity hopping, not exactly that kind. Because basically, what you were just saying is, look, in a in a blunt way, you were kind of saying, look, people, if you would listen on a regular basis, you would know what we're talking about. Right. That was kind of what you were doing in yeah. a, in a nice way. So uh, I had posted something on the uh, Sky Facebook page. It showed uh, kind of a a big boat with some Border Patrol agents and getting ready to put alligators in the water, our new canine unit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's satirical. It's, you know, putting alligators in the water to keep people from wanting to jump in the river, okay? Right. We get it. It's satire. And some, anyway, I won't even call them a name, says, oh, you know, when there's a serious issue going on and you're dealing with it with humor or something to that effect, I'm like... Are you an idiot? Have you ever heard not only the show, any host on this radio station? We make the border and the river where they cross the border into a serious issue every stinking day. And you're going to look at one meme yeah. and, and judge. And make a call. Yeah. And ma- I'm like. Now, now listen, mm-hmm. Greg. Yes, yes, Bob. Look, it was, it was water. Yes. It was a barrier. Yes. It was alligators, yes. and you're upset because somebody decided to emote about it. Wow. Get it? I get it. Get it, Greg? Yes, moat? Get it? Yeah, I get it. Maybe we need a bigger moat. But it's like, you know, really, Man, people... we practiced that. I, I know. It, it sounded know. a lot funnier yeah. first time. It, in our heads. But it's just like, really, like we don't deal with the border. What has Bob said all morning? I'm so tired of talking about the border. And it's like you make one little meme, and they want to act like we don't. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah. Okay, I'm done now. No, talk to your lefty friends and ask about the border. They'll go, huh? Is that a problem? Really? We talk about it all the time. Now, even they they know about it now. They want to bury their heads in the sand. They don't want to... Yeah, deal with it. Oh, with that. It's yeah. Congress's fault. It's Trump's fault. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Come on. We put, a, we put a bill out there that would have solved all the problems. So we're Neanderthals because we're climate deniers. Uh-huh. Now, why did this even come up? Why is Joe Biden even calling us names? Wasn't he at the border? Yeah. What is it? What does the border have to do with climate deniers? Oh, you didn't know? Because it was a chance for him to actually be on microphone, be on camera, and promote his big agenda. You know, the green agenda. Mm. Yeah. He talked about the wildfires that, that are raging uh, in Texas in the panhandle. It's real. Um, and, of course, he wants to blame climate change right. on this. And if you don't believe in climate change, uh, he referred to us as his Neanderthal friends. Oh, how nice of him. Yeah. Yes, nice. So he spent time doing that. Pushing his climate change agenda uh-huh. while he was at the border. Yeah. And people from okay. all over the world were snickering and laughing as they ran by. <sighs> Sleepy Joe, yeah. asleep at the wheel. Sleepy Joe, asleep mm-hmm. at the border. He's worried about 
a million acres being burned. Okay, that's a problem. A million acres. What about a million people coming across the border? What about seven million? Is that a problem? But forest fires problem because um, I can make the connection to climate change. Yeah, you know, there's a climate change component for the for the immigration too. You know that, right? They're they're running away and escaping uh, warmer climates. A lot of them, not all of them for sure, but a lot of them. That's yeah, that's uh, that's what that's in the bin of excuses or the wheel of excuses, right? Okay, so yeah, Biden mocks us. About climate change. You, you remember the last time that we were all mocked? It's when we questioned the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Fools oh, yeah. wanting to kill your grandmother or someone else's. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Conservatives wake up every morning. Whose grandmother can I kill today? With my child, because my child's the one that's going to do it. Because they're going to. I grabbed that old lady yeah. and I said, "Are you feeling lucky, punk? <laughs> well, are you?" Boy, it's Because I'm a nasty conservative. I'm going to force you to eat red meat. We're going to burn some diesel fuel, and then I'm going to choke you out, lady. And if somebody's tuning in for the first time. <laughs> I'm Bob Rose, and this message has been satirical, you buffoons. Okay. Uh, thank you. Wow, the meds are really kicking in. Thanks. I always hit them a little early on Friday yeah, to yeah. get a head start for the weekend. You know what yeah, I mean? Chemically balance the... Uh, yeah. You know, that squishy stuff between my between my ears. You Neanderthal, you. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> Let's go to the Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Peasant with a pitchfork. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Bob. Yeah, I heard you talking about the, 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 the leftists calling us deniers about the climate. And uh, they always like to tell us how we're deniers about the election. Uh, and, and I saw the, the Sunday morning shows. They were talking about how we believe, the Trump supporters believe the lies about the election being stolen. But then you got Mayorkas up there saying for the last two years that the door is closed. <laughs> and they believe that the, they think that Mayorkas is telling us, we're supposed to believe that the border was closed. If the border was closed, why are we even talking about it? All these huge problems. It's just amazing how they, they want to deny that Mayorkas lied. And this administration has been lying about the border and, and all the other stuff, too, but the, mainly the border lately. And we're supposed to believe that, but they're going to say we believe the lies about the, the, the election. I think it, the, the, the election being stolen is way more believable than, than the border being Well, absolutely. I've said it many times. I'll do it briefly. You're telling me a sitting president who received more votes than any other sitting president in history got beat by the oldest, tiredest man who ran for president several times and got clobbered, beat Trump while campaigning from his basement. And we're supposed to believe that hook, line, and sinker, and everything was above board, nothing to see here. And if you try to look for something to see, yeah, you're an election denier. Well, I'm Bob Rose, and I'm a proud election denier. Hmm. Um, and what's my orcus, I guess? He was an open borders denier. You think the folks in New York City think the uh, southern border is closed? <laughs> no, because uh. they're meeting new people all the time, <laughs> yes, one are. way or another. Uh-huh. Sometimes not the way you want to meet. Yeah. 
928 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, 15 minutes away from things that make you smile. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Happy Friday. Trending right now on this sky. Is Governor Newsom the Democrats' plan B for Biden? Donald Trump will be the Republicans' candidate. Joe Biden is the one Democrat who will beat him. As it happens. If I'm dropping out of the race. Well, I'm not. She's down by 30, 35 points. She's losing it big, big. The news station. Restricting the rights of those 18 to 21-year-olds infringes upon their Second Amendment rights. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. New shows. It's Glenn Beck. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. New on the sky. And more news. Hear about it first. Talk about it now. The dawn of a new era. On News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Good morning. Welcome. Happy Friday. First day of March as well. My goodness. Man. Time moves forward, doesn't it? That's how that works, yeah. It's 9.35. Thanks for tuning in to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. I'm tired of talking about the borders. You might be tired of hearing about it. So I'll still give you information, but go through it quickly. The National Border Patrol Council drew a stark contrast between former President Donald Trump and Joe Biden and how they treat Border Patrol agents. Trump shows agents respect while Biden falsely accuses them of crimes. <gasps> Remember that? The whipping thing? Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fake news. The union represents 18,000 Border Patrol agents. And, um, yep, they uh, they said that Trump supports the agent's mission while Biden burned the border to the ground. Wow. Okay. You know, wasn't it amazing how quickly the whole administration jumped on that? You know, they look at one photograph or whatever, and you let one reporter say something, and suddenly the whole White House is all over the agents of the border in Texas. Well, you have to remember in the context of that kind of timetable, um, you've got the whole... um, systemic racism that the left was promoting. Yes, they were. So here was another kind of an avenue Mm -hmm. to that, right? Another tentacle that they want to add to their story of the systemic monster (sighs) of racism that doesn't exist in America today. But Mm -hmm. you've got to still find ways to divide people, and that's still somewhat effective, apparently. Yeah. All right. So that, that statement I made about the border... That came from the Border Patrol Council. That's, mm. that's union. They represent Border Patrol. Okay. Then a former Biden Border Patrol chief said, I never once met with Biden or Harris in nearly two years. Wow. Now, we know that they, they had difficulty getting to the border somehow. They couldn't <laughs> find it on Google Maps. That can happen. Well, Kamala was the border czar, didn't um, right, right? Not. Did, did she go? No. Um, not today. Okay. All right. <laughs> right. That explains not it. Not today, not that tomorrow, ex- not yesterday, not yeah, the day before. That explains it. All right. So this former Biden border chief says, yeah, I never met with him for, for two years. Man. And, and here's the thing. Okay, they couldn't find their way to the border. Right. Okay, maybe you really are busy, let's say. And if you're president, you probably are. Sure, usually, yeah. But you could go, hey, uh, why don't you come visit us? And give us a lay of the land. Why don't you give us a report what's going on at the border? We want to hear it from you. That's reasonable. 
would one think that would that would be reasonable you would that you is, would call a, a, the leader of, of whatever you know organizations you've got in your government you they bring him to the white house and talk to him mm. yeah well when you're okay. busy talking to you know hunters pals that have mm-hmm. some maybe some business opportunities dinner with g that takes time i mean know, not but. yeah you can't have everybody in the white white house waiting room good point would look unseemly well then people would leave things behind that we wouldn't know where it came from <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> little bags little of baggy white booger sugar oh yeah yeah, yeah. We, don't, we don't know where it came from if i got to deal with the old man i'm gonna have to be high as a kite well hunter was overheard saying mm, possibly could be Hey, uh, let's see. Here's another. Oh, here's another good one for you. Uh-oh. And the hits just keep on coming. Yeah. Uh, New York Governor Kathy Hochul stated, "I don't want to highlight migrants who committed crimes, and that while the state has stronger cooperation with ICE than New York City does, and uh, is right to do so, uh, but she won't say if she wants the city to tighten its laws. Hmm. So okay. she doesn't want to highlight." Migrants that commit crimes. You know, I, th- I think, th- I don't think that's true. I think if you have a migrant with a gun. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that crime will be highlighted. You've thrown a twist in things, Bob Rose. And it will have <laughs> nothing to do with the legality or illegality of the person there, their no. background, no. Uh, their arrest record, no. uh, or anything else that they were doing. It'll all be about the gun. The scary guns. Yes. They lured the innocent illegal in. Come on, hombre. You know you want to play with this guy. Okay, I better stop now. Uh, So anyway, they all know there's a problem. The governor knows it, the mayor of New York, and he cited it many, many times. But Eric Adams, he kind of quieted down a little bit once there was Hmm. this a uh, deal in motion where they could put tens of thousands of dollars on debit cards for unnamed like not even identified illegals no there could be no corruption with that right mm. but it is interesting how you know uh his people have access to that and all of a sudden he's belly aching a whole lot less uh-huh. davis gamesville chevrolet skylines and rosebud good morning Hey, good morning, Bob. I, I've got something at, right here close to home. Seeing that I just seen on TV that uh, Bike Week is happening over at Daytona, and uh, we have a lot of people on motorcycles that are heading that way. They'll be heading that way, and we have a side road over here, a secondary road that it's become a shortcut to Bronson. You get around Chiefland, it's become a shortcut. All the truck traffic, bike, motorcycle traffic. Well, last Saturday night. We had a horrendous accident here, and I'm not going to get political about it because I can't get a whole lot of information, but uh, there was five gentlemen in a van that ran a stop sign and ran over, T-boned and ran over a motorcycle guy, and uh, uh, he's uh, his soul is with God right now, and they rounded him up. I had to listen to the, I believe it was the Marion County Sheriff's Office helicopter circling yep. for about an hour till they picked them up. They, they got them in the woods and, and rounded them up, took them to jail. Uh, a lot of people on motorcycles. I know you ride a motorcycle, Bob, and I hear you always say, head on a swivel. And a lot of you call it listeners that are listening to me right now. You ride motorcycles. Well, there's going to be a lot of motorcycles on the road. It's going to be misty, rainy this weekend. Uh, 
I don't know, even head on a swivel, you can't even say that because uh, it's, this is just an accident. Whether they're those, those uh, five migrants are legal or illegal, they ran a stop sign and, and killed this man dead as a doornail. And it's it's happening everywhere. I don't know. That, that people don't listen on the – they don't pay attention. I, I drive it all the time around, just around here and go places, and people don't even pay attention what's going on anymore. I mean, I've, I've been run off the road, same, same intersection, run off the road by an elderly lady and a little old Yugo. She turns right in front of me. If I had to smash my steering wheel to the left and hit the ditch, uh, I'd have ran her over, and she'd have been a, a, a spot on the road, just like this poor motorcycle dude. Uh, it's sad what happened there. He's from Micanopy. Don't have, can't get any more information on that. But a lot of this stuff is happening, and it's all being squelched because probably a lot of them are not American citizens driving around and getting driver's licenses because I could go over to the driver's license bureau right in Chiefland and look on the wall and you can get a driver's license, I believe, in, in 25 different languages right now. And this is state wow. of Florida where we're supposed to be cracked down. Right. You, 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 you people have a nice day. Say a prayer for everybody on the roads and God bless America. God bless you, Rosebud. Yep, great point. Yeah. Bike Week actually uh, yeah, begins today. It uh, goes through next weekend. And, yeah, a lot of bikers will be coming from all over the state. And uh, so, yes, and some will come to visit uh, our listening area while staying in Daytona because there's beautiful rides all through the, you know, the Ocala National Forest all, uh, you know, all up and down there. It's beautiful. So, yeah, thanks for, for that. Um I may or may not. Actually, this might be one of the few bike weeks that um, I might miss over the last Mm. 30 years. Wow. Yeah. Um, Well, uh, because you got to choose the risky behavior. you got to choose. And I've decided, uh, apparently, if I'm going to get hurt, it's going to most likely be on a ski mountain in Northern California, not on the highways and byways around Pike Week. You're not uh, going anywhere close to where they're saying 10 feet of snow coming, are you? I am going, yes, right there. Okay, just asking. Hopefully it'll be done snowing. And right now, the ski resort that I would be trying to get to is called Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. Started in 1939, family owned. Very cool. Very it'll rustic. Look, I've never been there, but it sounds good. No, it'll look like a Sugar Bowl. Oh, yeah, they've got yeah. they've got cameras, you know, uh, real-time cameras, and you can't see much out of a lot of them because it's almost like blizzard-like conditions. But the roads that I would use, one highway is closed to get there. This is near Donner oh, wow. Pass. And, and then the other one says uh, chains only. Oh, my goodness. So wow. I'm hoping that conditions get better between yeah. now and uh tuesday yeah it's when we're supposed to take hmm. to the slopes yeah when i heard that uh this morning that 10 foot projection i'm like huh bob wants to go skiing huh well our yeah. our big concern a month ago was i hope there's still snow is that ironic? that's been answered Ooh, that's been taken the care. climate apparently changed from last week bob well they need all the snowpack they can get because True. they've had reservoirs dropping and stuff like that so mm-hmm. last year they had a good uh hit there at the end of the season this year they're getting another one so yeah good for the people that you know it is like water in california well yeah. true Nine forty-six on the bob rose show greg cassidy is in the house and coming up what we all look forward to you know Sometimes you got to focus on on what you have, not on what you don't. Focus on what 
true happiness and joy is and not what you think it is. That's why we have things that make you smile. And it's brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, and she sure can fix your smile, Robin Larson Dental. But if you'd like to uh, throw something in there that's making you smile, that's non-political, by all means, we'd love to have you. 877-975-9825. Things that make you smile is next on the Friday edition of the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy on 97.3 The Sky. Republicans better get their act together. I don't see any work on legal ballot harvesting. Weekdays, 3 p.m. By the time November comes along, they better be able to match in states the way the Democrats have been using those methods. On 97.3 The Sky. Tell me you will stay. Make me smile. Good morning. And welcome, my friends. Happy Friday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. It's time now for things that make you smile, upbeat, positive thoughts, non-political. And it's brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Call in now, 877-975-9825. And Drew, good morning. What's making you smile? Good morning, guys out there. We are on our way to vacation for the week. And my daughter just wanted to tell a quick joke. Why don't polar bears live in Australia? Why? They don't qualify. Because they don't qualify. Nice. I like it. That's cute. That's on about that's, that's on my scale. Yes. I would expect that from somebody like me. <laughs> um, well, and, or a kid, child. That's awesome. You know. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I thought so. And, uh, yeah. Nice clean joke. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh let's go to our next call after I give you the phone numbers, in case you want to get in, last chance, 877-975-9825. And peasant with a pitchfork, what's making you smile? Yeah, Bob, what's making me smile? You brought up the radio stations up there in Detroit. I was staying up there looking for work during the Great Recession back in about 76. And they did have some great radio stations. You mentioned WRIF, and they had WABX and WWWW, which was we call it W4. They played some great rock and roll music back in the day. And you mentioned CKLW and uh, out of Windsor, AM station. I rode my Harley out to North Dakota in 76, and I had a little radio with me, and I picked up CKLW in Jamestown, North Dakota. Wow. And I couldn't believe it. Oh, That's yeah. a powerhouse. Yeah, it sure is. Good memories. Good memories will make you smile for sure. Yeah, W4 was a rock station when I was a kid. They actually broadcast in Quadraphonic. And then, I think it was right after I moved, they went country, and I thought, country? In Detroit? And it has been one of the most successful country radio stations in the nation. So what did I know? Whoops. Duda, man, what's making you smile? Yeah, apparently Norway, which has a huge border with Russia, and in lieu of the you know, going on in Ukraine, the government has decided to build about 300 more public shooting ranges just so the people will be armed. Fall cry from Biden. Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay. We try to not do political. Uh Maybe you should mention that before the the segment next time. Pretty sure I did twice before we went to break, and then when we came out of it and actually introduced the show, and I gave out the phone numbers, Uh I... 
I said non-political. Like, although it does kind of strike me a little funny, and I'll take this because I, <laughs> not yet. It would be kind of funny if countries would put shooting ranges on all their borders and arm all their people because it might work. You well, never know. Ask and, ask any of your friends that have yes. served in uh, Guantanamo. Mm. Well, because you know we're always told you know need that, to practice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The other side has the shooting range. Oh. Yeah. Well. Now, the targets are, like, you know, near our soldiers. Direction is important. Know your target, always. Yes. Yeah, What's downrange? Yeah. Right. Indeed. Yep. Good safety tips, yep. once again. Always. Don't go anywhere. Coming up next, it's the smoking guns, since we've been talking about guns. Brought to you by Lawful Defense at Shoot GTR. Complaining on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram is not the same thing as getting involved in your community. The Dana Show. Sitting online complaining is not the same thing as electioneering. Now, night, 10 p.m. on 97.3 The Sky. Time now for the smoking gun brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Kendra Roxbury, 29, uh, found a man on uh, Tinder and she felt an electric connection. She thought he was charming and went out with him. Uh, or at least talked to him for several months, and he finally went out to dinner, and he paid. But then a week later, he had a message for, hey, can uh, I have $376 to get my lights turned back on? Yeah, that didn't work out so well. Mm-hmm. You could say, yep, that relationship just went up in smoke. Making it, yeah, the smoking gun. Brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. On behalf of Greg Cassidy, I'm Bob Rose. God bless you and your old family. Have a great, safe weekend. See you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.